Yo. 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 I just got to load up. <laughs> hold on. You, you made it. What's up, guys? At the 11th hour, and oh my god, our screen right, captures are so messed on. up. I still got to log into the old... We, uh, we just went live. Switch. Welcome to Hot Takes, Oh, we everybody. just went live? I'm, I'm <laughs> still logging into Twitch, so I can't read the chat right now. Hi, guys. How are we doing? We we have a still up for you right now, and I right. am a combination of my background and Excellent. I think Tom's background. Welcome to Hot Takes, everybody. Yeah, all Let right. me work on fixing these, but it is me... Young Shiro and my illustrious Jeez, companion. Skeleton lipstick. Just made it just barely on time. We're a little bit, we're at a slightly different time today. We to are. Our dear friends from across the pond. We are incredibly excited and about what tonight's an guests. Excitably, we, what an exciting show it is today. I have been so excited to talk to my, my dear friend Tom and, 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 and Topaz Gang all together, both members. This is amazing. Um, There's our first name. international guest. This is crazy. Yeah. Like Tom Watt. Well, they're not our first international guests, but but they're our they're first not? British guests. No, we first? had we had a Hawaii ninety four on you, silly. Oh fuck. All right. Yeah. Sorry guys. Hey dude. We, we had Leon. We had, <laughs> yeah, we had <clears throat> we had Leon. Lee beat you guys. Sorry. You can take Let it over. Let me see him. if I can fix That's right. Of course I gotta Leon. fix me first, first. This is our first guest from Britain though. Yeah, it has been a long time coming. Uh, we have been both friends with these fellows for a very long time. They have been yes. incredibly, incredibly influential and seminal in the scene. And um, we we are just beyond the like le normal like grade or level of excitement to chat with Topaz Gang tonight. Yes. I'm gonna go ahead and take the still down. And if it's one of you boys, I'm so sorry. Let's see what happens here. But anyways, um, Hot Takes Guys is a um, a biweekly. Uh, internet talk show slash podcast in which we there you are in which we discuss um really just like the art and the the artistry and and take every opportunity that we can to just geek out and have fun and be silly and get to know each other's tastes <clears throat> we encourage our uh, our audience to participate um in one of many ways um we have an emoji board so throw your emojis up and they they go all over the screen we have a series of commands you can follow um us you can follow me you can follow skelly you can join the discord server and wait a minute let's say discord and you can even check out the official spotify playlists i did not spell spotify properly but we got a actual special new playlist courtesy of be careful previous guest very skilled individual threw together a a, a very special playlist full of some of the our their friends and our friends best uh or their, at least their favorite uh, tracks, favorite contributions. So check out Be Careful's playlist. Um, and then, of course, if you feel the if the spirit moves you, as Skelly would say, donate. I do say that a lot. Donations are entirely optional, but they are very much appreciated. I try to shout each and every one of you out and send love in the form of DMs because these donations go towards commissioning artists in the scene for for artwork. I feel like I'm hearing a knock at the door. I might be going crazy. Uh, anyways, um, right, Roche Corp with the ten dollars. Thank you, y'all. Check uh, if you didn't see the ad. Go to Roche Fest. Right. It's gonna be a banging show. He pulled Windows ninety six and a handful of other very, very skilled and talented people. Sorry, I'm I'm redlining. Um, <clears throat> last thing. Redlining. Yeah, last right. thing before I'm logged we in. I am, God, I am in. Let's do this. I let me turn this shit down real quick. Sorry, right. guys. Um. So, so we've we've got go. the ground rules. Um, just be kind to each other. No shitty shit. No, uh, don't punch, 
don't punch down. Punching up is actually encouraged, but no punching down. And um, hold, please hold your questions for the, the second hour. Skelly, you uh, got music racks. Wait, you got music racks, right? Yes. Great. Yeah, I, 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 sorry. Yeah. Sorry, man. I, I'm like all discombobulated because of like the earlier time. Yeah. Imagine, be, imagine it being 1207. Um, oh. I would be awful discombobulated if I was Tom and you and 1207 a.m. 1207 a.m. Greenwich Mean oh, Time or whatever they call it. Um, so before we get to meet our, our lovely guests, um, some recommendations, a uh, couple, a couple that I can sing praises and one that I want to see what you guys think. Um, so anybody who is a fan of vapor trap or funk music or the intersection, even just instrumental hip hop in general has got to be a fan of N5 Exus. I actually discovered N5 Exus, uh, without, uh, the aid of like a oops there's there go our displays hang on sorry discovered uh, n5xs without the help of, of any um vaporwave like forum or or playlist one of my i hate you i hate the word normie but one of my normie friends uh showed me n5xs and i was like damn this shit spanks what is this <clears throat> and then um of course i've been a fan ever since with the intersection of instrumental hip-hop funk music in 5 Exus, of course, played Electronicon 2. Uh, French dude, very, very skilled, very enjoyable. I want to recommend an album by In 5 Exus called Blood Rage. Blood Rage dropped a couple years ago, uh, so I'm a little late on that, but I don't, you know, my crate digging methodology is kind of all over the place. But uh, if you like any of that kind of music, uh, definitely check out In 5 Exus um, Blood Rage. Dropped the link in the. Well, I meant to drop the link. Thanks, Lux. She she beat me to it. Uh, following that up with a recommendation, um, any, anybody who's a fan of like retro music or or vaporwave um, or just any sort of nostalgic music uh, will probably appreciate some of Fire Tools' lesser known side projects. Uh, Fire Tools is very much an acquired taste. It took me years to come around to her work. Um, We've had her on the show. She's a great friend of the show, and um, she has a she's got a side project where she kind of foregoes the the black metal vocals or death metal, and just kind of focuses on the smooth jazz and world music kind of fusion. And it's called Non Local Forecast. So if you really want, if you love Fire Tools, you've got to check this out. If you Woo! don't love Fire Tools vocals, but you love her music. Non -local. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous, but there are That's some... That's well, ridiculous. Who would say that? Fire Tools vocals are an instrument unto themselves. I thoroughly agree, but I do think that they are a little bit of a, a choir taste sometimes, and I think sometimes uh, in order I to get... I would say the people who don't like it are wrong. I also would say that. <laughs> um, however, if I was going to introduce a friend to Fire Tools, but I didn't want to like yeah. scare the hoes, I would show uh, them non-local forecast. Ah, I see what you're saying. Non-local forecasts, holographic universes. And in grand... Every time I close this window, the, the displays just go to shit. Um, holographic universes. Let's drop a link. Thank you, Lux. She beat me to it again. Check it out if you like smooth jazz, jazz fusion, world music. It's very beautiful. Um, very sublime, just meditational music. Um, thank you, Discoholic. He also posted the link. Welcome to Hot Takes, Discoholic. Um, now, I want to recommend a third album, but I only kind of want to recommend it. And it's sort of like a halfway hot take because I want to think about what you what you think. I want to I hear what you think. 
Um, the new One O Tricks Point Never album again came out yeah. a couple of weeks ago. It's a I little it. bit of a. I don't know if I love it or not. Oh, I, I listened it. to it I a couple times. Cool. Okay, you doesn't it remind you of um, mm. um, what's it called? The other album. Uh, Let me drop. Go ahead, you talk first. Rifts beat you. I beat you by a second, Lux. Um, I like the fact that it harkens back kind of to like the rifts sound, but also kind of has like kind of like the almost like a smattering of like a almost like an audio collage. <clears throat> My throat's been bothering me. Sorry, an audio collage. I I feel like he's kind of been. I don't know. My criticism that I would level at again is I feel like he kind of just yeah. doesn't know what he wants to do. Maybe he knows exactly what he wants to do, and I just don't realize that. But I feel like he's just kind of noodling a lot of the time. Hmm. So my favorite, that... my favorite songs See, I... are the ones that have like a, a very strong, like, like overarching kind of like drive or focus. Can I ask you what your favorite song was on it? Uh, let's see. Let me see if if I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up the album right now to remind myself. Also, okay. Every time I okay. So as long as. Well, we're frozen. Every time I open another window, this junk ass computer freezes. Um, like I was a big fan of like World Outside. So I really I put on my phone, um, Nightmare Paint, Memories of Music, and Ubiquity Road. Sorry, we're I, mov- we're moving again. So I don't find this album to be as collagey as I, I actually. I thought this one reminded me more of R plus Seven. I thought that and I love yeah, R plus Seven. When I think of like the mm. earlier stuff, uh, I do think of that as a little bit more collagey, like letting the arpeggiators go on the synthesizers. I, this yeah. one had a lot of ideas in it, but I was partial to the song like "World Outside" with that big beat in it. Yeah. Okay. With like, you know, which song? I'm, this is it's the third song on the album. I don't remember listen that to, song. Listen to the third song on the album again. Let me, I will I'd do like that. To get your, I'd like to get your opinion on that one later. I will. Um, I, will I liked do that. it. I liked it a lot. Okay. Once again, I thought. What, what would it you was, rate it? Uh, out of uh, 10, maybe like a 7.5? 8. Gotcha. I mean, there's really nothing... I, I mean, there's nothing I don't like by One of Tricks Point Ever. There's nothing that, uh, as a producer, I don't learn from listening to him. Um, he is constantly... In the same way that sometimes when I look at a lot of art, some of my favorite art is literally just titled stuff. And mind you, One of Tricks Point Never stuff is rife with meetings and different interpretations. That is it has very a lot true. of depth to it. But to tell you the truth, some of the art I really like a lot are is in, in addition to, to that, he also has the idea of let me try playing with these this sound here and this drum here and this sort of that frequency is a fact. here and this it's frequency very there. Tonal. And in the same way that there's a lot of really wonderful art, which is just like, you know, figure line and circle study number six, seven, eight, where it's just another yeah. way of putting together shapes and lines and colors. But the way I that you that. put together those shapes. The way that you put that the yeah. artist on that I'm canvas so puts together a shape, a line, and a color, that is going to go on to influence everything in architecture, in fashion design, in color theory. And it starts at ground zero with something that's just titled line and circle study number 625. You so, know what so, I mean? And that, and so, so me calling it like, like stripped down and simplistic is is just like Philistine. It's a Philistine. Oh, I don't think take. it's. I mean, you really think it's simplistic? I mean, you could call it stripped down. Or you no, call I would it, say. I don't think I, I, well, actually, you know what? You could actually, I would say you can call it simplistic, but you can't call it stripped down because I think that there's a lot of ideas and, and I think you can that, call it simplistic, it. but stripped down, no. I think there's a lot going on in the sound design. I don't think it's anything okay, haphazard. I, I think do that agree. is all design. And there is a lot and of there, like white and it spaces. Could still, yeah, exactly. And it can still be simple, but I don't think it's stripped down. 
I think that it's very mm, complex. Okay. okay. Complex no, no, actually, I you think can call it, some of the. Do you know what I'm saying? There's man? a duality like, there where I think it's simultaneously. Yeah, it's like Schrodinger's song, you know. You, you could say it's simple because it's not a very complex orchestral pop song or a complex Facts. piece of like. It's not maximalist. Multi, that's for sure. multi, yeah. You could say it's not maximalist, mm. but it can still not be stripped down. You could have like the most complex sound design. You know what? The, you know what? One of the most complex sound design in the world is. It's that opening sound with the theater that. Oh, the THX sound. Yeah. The THX sound. Now that's something that's complex but simple, right? <laughs> Think about one tricks point never stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, God. You pick up we, what I'm putting down. Friend? We are getting. You pick it up. I am. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. It's good. It's it's good to catch me on a weekend. I guess. I'm yeah. Like, cool I, me too. Apparently. <laughs> um. We do need to move on to your hot take because. We're, we're a little behind on bringing on our guests, and I'm getting crucified in the chat, so let's change this. Oh, my God. Up. Yeah, they're like, get the fucking Topaz yeah. gang on. Right? It wasn't bad, out. guys. I just didn't, it just didn't move me. That's fine. All right, should we get on to a hot take? Yeah, so yeah, what's, what's that? I'm just still trying to post on social media to tell people to log in. I'm, I'm still oh, catching up. Oh, oh, my goodness gracious. Okay, so hot take. Why don't we take a hot take directly from the event that we played this weekend? Um, Great idea. Uh Right, uh, we so we we were in um, uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Young Shiro and I, along with our dear friends Frank Chenk Javasi, Javasi, and uh, Frank Javasi. That's how you pronounce it, right? Frank Javasi. Frank Javasi. Uh, and then who else was there? Christ. Christ was there with three T's. Christ. Oh our buddy Christ. And uh, who, who else was there? Oh, uh, enough Red know, Bull, the, sir. No, I haven't had it yet, though. Uh, Mr. G Genomic Library. Uh, uh -huh. Genomic Library. Yep. Geometric Library. Geometric Library. Um, what's his name? Super Cold. What's his, what's his vaporwave name? Global Global Chill. Global Chill. He just came as Chili Global Chill, which is really fun, actually. The Chili Kids. Uh, yeah. Uh, who's a, who's a, quite, a, quite, a riot, quite a riot backstage at Imcopav mm -hmm. and, oh my God. and uh, No More Now Market. A lot of people. So the point was that there was a lot of, there was a lot of people playing. Some of the local people didn't have a lot of time to play because there were people from out of town and there was a little bit of some um, friction because the local person was getting angry that they were gonna have as much time to play and this was their first show. And here's the hot take is that if it's your first show and you're a local and there's a lot of people from out of town, that promoter is doing the very best they can to take care of everybody. He has to give preference to the people who traveled first and Especially if it's your first show, you can't act too entitled about this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you know how it is, right? It's hard. When you've, like, when you've played your first shows, you know that you're like, I'm going to sit in the corner, and anytime I get, I'm grateful for it. I would have been wrecked if I had had my, my set cut in half, but I agree. It's You can't well, please okay. everybody. But there's going to be Oxen. another opportunity. You live there. There's going to be another opportunity. And um, to tell you what... I think it builds character to get disappointed. I think that everybody yeah. who's starting off should get disappointed and should get like jerked around a little bit. I was jerked around a little bit when I started. I still get jerked around. You get yeah, jerked around. I, I got. We all we all even still get jerked. Ayo. So I think it's good to get jerked hey, around. Yo. I, I, hey, hey, hot take. I think it's good to. I need a different phrase. I think it's good to get. You're you're good to be disappointed. It's good to have. Things not go your way, particularly when you're just starting off. It's good to be, be face disappointment and have to deal with it. And my hot take is that everybody needs to go through that shit. Cry me a fucking river. 
You know what? I think our uh, illustrious guests will probably have a thing or two to say about oh, that. Oh, they probably they will. Quite a few they live play shows. Live, play quite a few live shows. Let's bring on the boys. Let's bring on the boys. So everybody, if you don't know who Topaz Gang is, it's okay. We're old and we've been around for a long time, and so has Topaz Gang. They've been around from the very beginning. They've collaborated they with Saint Pepsi. Started, so uh, they were on young. Fortune 500 yeah. Records, uh, luxury yeah. elites record label. They've collaborated with Vectroid. I actually heard. I listened to Feather Skull on the way up to Madison. I sent a nice. shot to Lux. I was like, "Look what I'm listening to." Um, they uh, they got in really big trouble one time, but I'll let them tell that story if they want to. Um, and there is a very well-known, well, not super well-known, but it's a synthwave artist that stole their name. So, anyways, mm -hmm. everybody, who, who say hello to our very first uh, guests from Great Britain. We've got Topaz Gang in the house. Go ahead and unmute yourself, fellas. Hey. Let me find these hey. slow savers. Is it so, on? Are we live? On the You're left. Live. On the left is Ewan, oh. and on the right is Tom. And I need Ewan. to fix your, your um. And Tom. You're you're kind of tiny, right? You're tiny Tom. So let me oh, fix right. your camera. Tiny Tom. <laughs> tiny Tom. <laughs> Tom is a little under the weather, so everyone, you know, be, be um, be patient. But uh, we are incredibly excited to have you. We have been. I was telling them yesterday when we did the AV test, Chris. We've been internet homies for like just like a oh yeah just an absurd amount of time so it's just serendipitous to finally be able to get you guys on the show yes phenomenal fantastic chris kind of owns the first the, uh, hour yeah bud um i'm still working on tom's to my promo buttons here yeah man well you know you're the guy who um has all the the biographical questions so do you want to help us get to know topaz yeah. gang I do. All, we save uh, the stupid questions for the second hour. Questions. Well, well, and the guest stupid. questions, which are not guests, the guest audience questions. questions. Those are not <laughs> stupid at all. The stupid questions. All right. Okay. So first things first, let's let's get into it. How did you guys start making music in the first place? Um, and I actually kind of want a separate answer from both of you. Where did you guys begin? Like, what was the musical drink? What was your first instruments that you played? And what was the first album you heard that made you want to play instruments? Let me interrupt super quick, and I'll never do it again. So one thing that would make this show a lot easier is if we maybe, like, start with one of them so we're not, like, interrupting each other. So Okay. If it's... Let's a, start, what, yeah, so let's start who with... You, who wants to answer the question first? Yeah. You or Tom? And also, actually, question specifically for Yoon. Do you do as good of impressions of northern British people as Tom does? <laughs> oh, I mean, I am a northern British person, so yeah. that feels like... Yeah, but he uh, does, like, a really good impression of, like, the really heavy, like, brogy stuff. Oh, yeah, like, proper full-on, full-on Geordie. Yeah. yeah. Full-on Geordie. I have had the pleasure of hearing him do it in person before, so, like... <laughs> I told I'm you he was going to You have that up. skill as well. You told me I was I I've been waiting. I've been waiting, man. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm from um, a town called Whitley Bay, which is like at the seaside. I live in Newcastle now, which is just a few miles okay. away. But technically, I'm, I'm a posh Geordie. So we have a <laughs> slightly less strong, less strong accents in Whitley Bay. Okay. Um, although okay. a lot of people tell me I've still got quite an accent. So um, yeah, maybe it's um, yeah. It's I think, a little okay. 
think Tom maybe can do a better a better full on Geordie than I. I know he, I, I know he can do it better. <laughs> uh, I mean, I know he That's can do funny. it well. I don't know if he, I know he can do it well. All right, but let's get back to the regular questions again because I want everybody to get to know you guys, get to love you guys the same way that we do. So, can we just get on with the first question, which is, can you just tell me about the, the first piece of music that you listened to that really, you know, kind of made you fall in love with music? Yoon, and then Tom. Okay. Which is, um, that's how it reads on my screen. Hell yeah. I guess it would be the Beatles when I was nice. like four, nice. three or four years old. Um, wow. My Can I do that early? All kind of, yeah, we sort of all seem to get obsessed with the Beatles around the same time. And um, so I've got an older brother. He's like a few years older than me. And we just like became Beatles obsessives. Um, knew yeah. all the words to all the songs. We would make our own bands and make music videos like in the garden and stuff. Um, so I had like a little toy guitar, a little like toy microphone. I think that was probably Adorable. when I like really, yeah, kind of first kind of grasped music. And it's it's always been there for me ever since. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, probably the first live music I saw was a year or so after that. I we went to see like a Beatles tribute band called the Bootleg Beatles. Who, um, were great and uh yeah that's probably the first time i saw proper live music when i was like four or five and um yeah just kind of constant since then so yeah bl blame the beatles i guess yeah no i i can definitely understand that i i learned basically how to make music structurally by learning to play beatles songs like i yeah. listened to the beatles catalog and i got my guitar and i just learned how to play all their songs and the nice thing about the beatles is that Anybody can pick up a guitar and play their songs and sing their songs, and you can do it in your own voice. Like if you try to do that, the Rolling Stones, you're just gonna sound like the Rolling Stones. You like you mm. can't sound like Keith Richards and Mick Jagger. But if you pick up the Beatles and you just look at the chord progressions, you play it, you sing it, you can make it your own. And that's kind of what their big gift is to the world, in my opinion. Is their songbook is this gift of like if you're a songwriter, you can pick this up, you can play it, you can sing it in your own voice, you can play it in your own style, and you can learn how pop structure song, the structure of pop songs work. And like, I remember after figuring out how to play like all these Beatles songs, it's like, well, I can, I feel like I can write anything now. Like I know how to write music. Like when you finish doing that, you're like, I know how to write anything. And then like, I don't write music that sounds like the Beatles, but like because of learning to play it, like I felt comfortable structuring yeah. songs. Yeah, and it's that's like, like the amazing thing about it. That's why they endure. All, yeah, it's, it's all in there, right? You've got like the amazing vocal harmonies and like the really kind of, with the early it's stuff, the really, really succinct pop songs, which I love. Crazy. Um, and you speed that up and you get you get like perfect punk tracks and then you get in the span oh, of like a couple of years they're doing like tape experiments and synths yeah. and sitars yeah. and like fucking weird shit um, mm -hmm. but molding that back into pop music it's um, yeah, yeah but like, it's all like it's, it's all accessible it's all a hook it's all got a hook so sorry you saying the Beatles yeah, totally. is, is slowed and reverbed punk rock slowed and reverbed punk rock or some of it yeah, some of it at least yeah. it's vapor punk I think punk. the early stuff like you just, you just speed Beatles up. Beatles invented vaporwave. You heard it here. First. Goddamn! <laughs> I didn't mean to put words in your mouth. Just messing around. <clears throat> no, you can quote me on that. That's fine. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, okay, we're gonna get back to you about that Be like Beatles band in a second. But Tom, can you tell me about what your first experience with music and what made you kind of fall in love with it and start wanting to do something? Doesn't happen. See, is the thing like this whole time that you and been rambling about the Beatles? I've been trying to think because I'm plenty old now, and I'm trying to think back that far. But I think really the 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 first time I got 
excited about music was must be like 2002 and getting a Linkin Park CD. Yeah. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. I knew Tom was going to come in and say new metal. I was like, I'm waiting for it. New metal. Like, I knew, no, I, no, no, but I know Tom. And I know like a little bit about, I know a little bit about Hey, Linkin Park is the so, Patty like, Smith of new metal. Like I, I, I yeah, sure. I, why not? And like, no, I know Tom and I knew, and I like, while like, while you was talking about the Beatles, like Tom is going to come in and he's going to mention, I think he's going to mention like hybrid theory or something in a moment. Thanks, for noise. Oh, man. Hybrid theory it. has aged like wine, by the way. That album is I still love it. so It really good. fucking has, dude. Like if you haven't listened to hybrid theory in full in 2023, just get on that. Skelly is undressing. Um, hell yeah. So... Yeah, my my dad's like always been in bands. My dad's still in bands to this day, and he like. How bad is? I think um, I must have been about six or seven, and he like taught me how a you know a keyboard works. Told me where the really? notes were, and like a nursery rhyme, and I think that was about it. Okay, I love that. Sort of reverse engineered everything I know about music from that. Um, sort of like, you know, like learning guitar in school after listening to Linkin Park. And then, you know, I can, I learn, you know, songs on guitar. My fucking guitar teacher taught, taught me how to um, play Wonderwall because he's a spiteful bastard. <laughs> um, but from sort of, you know, learning that, I was able to teach myself more on keyboard and then, you know, one day my dad comes home with like PC music magazine. He's oh, like, oh yeah. you can you can make music on on your computer now and look you just he showed me like a piano roll and you just like click the notes in here and it's great and I was like Game changer. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. shit, right? Tom, That's did, sick. Tom, did you ever have that software? I can't remember what it was called. The first DAW I ever used was a free um C D ROM that came with some cereal do you remember that because that sounds like a fever dream oh man Show's i remember like that dj or but something but it was a yeah. I, d I didn't have it but that that's that's unlocked a deep deep cut of a <laughs> did memory did you guys there. ever play checks quest <laughs> no no oh it was like a it was like a doom ripoff it came in cereal oh is this like <laughs> the cereal checks i don't think we get that over here Oh, no, I've never, heard, I've never heard of that. Never heard of checks? Oh. Sorry. It's, it's, it's probably it's better than Weedabix. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I read PC Magazine, too, when I was younger. Um, that and, like, um, future music and um, computer music. And these that's actually kind of how I learned to do production, was getting those magazines and opening them up and, like, just looking at the little articles they would write about how frequencies worked. And um, I would read that in conjunction with like listening to music i liked and be like okay all right i'm getting a little bit better at this and then all the free cds roms they would come with with the sample packs so back to noon for a minute can you tell me about the bootleg beatles and at what point did, did that ever lead to you doing original guitar music yeah i mean several several years later I guess. Okay. But yeah, the bootleg Beatles, yeah, because I was like five, maybe the first time I saw them. And I've seen oh, them probably innumerable times uh, since. Um, I'm seeing them 
in a couple of months' time. They come through town like every every December or something. <laughs> really? It's like a family tradition. Um, yeah, they it's a, it's a tribute act. They dress up the Beatles and they play the songs and they go through like the different eras. Um, okay. And it, but they... they're they're seriously good. Like they genuine. They played um, last year. They played Tomorrow Never Knows. So did that make you insane. start picking up the guitar? Wait. We love the bootleg Beatles, but did that make you start doing music yourself? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if I you think... want to, if you want to keep talking about the bootleg Beatles career, you can. <laughs> but like, this is your time. He's a stand. The bootleg Beatles can come. They can come on hot takes. I'm so time, glad you brought me on hot takes. Let me tell you about the bootleg Beatles. No, no, that's how you really should have Beatles. They're really good. They come around. It's a family. So thing it's just an ad for the bootleg Beatles. <laughs> right. Did you wait? Did you? You saw that? Actually, I'm going to read the Twitch channel right thinking, now. You picked up the guitar. You start. Did you start like thinking I'm going to make my own band? So and when did that? When did that start? Several years later, um, I found, so my my mom was in um, like a CD club at the place where she worked, where each person nice. brought in an album, another guy took them home and burnt copies for everybody. And they oh, wow. nice. got a copy. So I remember we had nice. like the first Gorillaz album that way. Oh, uh, yeah. Hell one yeah. of the CDs that she got was the uh, Ash Singles compilation. And I remember hearing this and just going like, holy fuck. Wait, wait, like, wait, what, what, was this? what compilation singles was that again? I'm sorry? The Clash. Oh, The Clash. Oh, The Clash, oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. And I was okay. like, whoa, yeah. okay, this is, you know, and at this point I'm maybe like 10 or something, uh, 10 yeah. or 11. And I'm like, holy shit. Uh, and then my mom's like, oh, well, if you like The Clash, you probably like The Undertones. And again, mm. I'm just like, holy yeah. shit. Um, <laughs> nice. So I guess kind of punk, punk happens in my head. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I make up my mind that I want to play bass. Um, nice. And so, a couple of years later, I get a bass and start trying to play in bands. So I guess it's that kind of it's that punk thing. I guess going back to what I said that I think early Beatles is just slower Ramones songs essentially, yeah. or Ramones are sped up Beatles songs. Um, yeah. That was that was the whole thing that kind of got me got me interested. Um, but I never I never wanted to play guitar. I was never interested mm. in guitar. Mm. Um, I always just wanted bass. to play bass. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I want to spine of the band. Spine of the band, man. <laughs> right. Yeah. Respect. So, so did you start playing in bands locally at that point? Like maybe like by the time you got to high school? So I always tried to put bands together. So yeah. parallel to this, my brother, who was a few years older, was always in bands, was always doing stuff. Um, and he was always like the front man. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to play bass in a band and it just mm -hmm. never it never really came together. It never really happened. Mm. And yeah. um then I found out that there was a piece of software coming out for a DS called Korg oh. DS10. And I was like, well, hey, I've got a DS. Maybe I yeah. can just make music on my own. Um, so I got that, was thoroughly confused by it, but kept trying. And eventually I was like, oh, well, people make music on Game Boys too. LSD. I wondered if you were referring oh, to a so Nintendo really DS, but I didn't want to look like so, an idiot. So then Tom <laughs> is getting his introduction to electronic production by the PC music, by the software, by the CDs. You're getting your introduction almost through like a chiptune sort of um, yeah. circuit. Yeah. Game Boys and Nintendo DSs. It's interesting how you guys came to this through different ways. Yeah. Yeah. I basically got sick of, of not having musical friends to make music with so tried to figure mm. out how i can make music on my own Aww. skip the computer side and was like well games consoles i've got games consoles so i can i can do that uh so i got into making chip tune and that was the kind of first proper music that i um that i made i did solo chip tune stuff for uh several years 
first of all just with a Game Boy and then doing a kind of punk thing with Game Boy and playing guitar. I feel like a lot of people in this scene started with chiptune. There, yeah, you're not the first like, person we've talked to. A lot of lot of video game fans in the vaporwave scene. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. So then, yeah, not to not to spoil, but that's when mine and Tom's stories begin to. <laughs> and so this that's is kind where of I come in. so the, no, <laughs> this is kind of what I want to hear about. So now, just really quick though, with Tom, um, you uh, obviously we were you were listening to music, you were getting inspired by it, but then you were introduced to the idea of production and that was the game changer for you um had you played a lot of traditional instruments prior to that or done a lot of like bands prior to that yeah so kind of sort of the same thing as as you and really trying to like get people together to you know mix shitty little pop punk bands or whatever with you with your mates and you know, we all wanted to I mean, quite the opposite of you, and we all wanted to play guitar, and no one wanted to learn the drums or the bass or whatever. <laughs> so it just it just all never kind of came together. And yeah. <clears throat> yeah, sort of finding like, oh, I can do this myself without having to take the road of, say, just being some some guy singing with an acoustic guitar, which I did yeah. also try for, at one point, and that was... Man, I, I tried that too. Of that the better. Oh, no way. <laughs> oh my god i tried doing that too at one point and like i have some of those old songs and i'm like what the fuck oh, was man. i thinking it's it's oh man do you just cringe when you think back at that you're like but you're like what yeah. option do i have like i want to play music and all the guys myself i guess i have to try and be elliot smith and i'm right. not gonna do be a good job band. at it i'm like i'm not gonna be oh, that man. singer songwriter it, honestly, I think it was the impetus of me like looking at the it's like the options, Chris, are you either learn electronic music or you have to keep doing that. And I'm like, no, no, thank you, <laughs> sir. Uh-uh, uh-uh. No, no, I'll learn, or start I'll learn so many synthesizers just to avoid having to do that kind of music again. So anyway, um, so now you guys are both working on music. So I know that we're getting close to... The, the meeting point right we're getting close to like the real turning point here when like the two members of topaz gang like meet each other and worlds collides and stars are the shining bright and the, yeah the convergence point you know the real inflection point between like the before and the after you know what i mean and the world would never be the same so i'll let you go how'd you guys meet um i guess not that many people in newcastle were making music with game boys so it was fairly inevitable we would end up um, within each other's orbits. Um, Tom was doing the chiptune thing before me. He was almost the kind of chiptune generation before me. Tom and um, a couple. Jim, are you saying he's me. older than you? He's like a oh, I'm way older. Way older. <laughs> I think I got about oh, yeah. seven or eight years on you, right? No, seven or eight you're years. Like three. Seven. You're like three years older than me. Four, maybe. <laughs> he, he's the old guard. Yeah, I got seven out. or eight years on you. No way. I, I don't want to ask you and I'm... anything about age, like live on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm nearly thirty, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm way past thirty. <laughs> Man, you yeah, so I must only be yeah, like five years older than you. Then. Yeah, you're like the same age as my brother. And me yeah, and Skelly sounds like. Yeah, the very George Clanton is forty five. George Clanton's forty five. Yeah, not forty five. He said he was. <laughs> what do you think he's lying? Oh, he said he was. What? You think someone would do that? Go on the internet and tell lies? 
I mean, no. I yeah, don't. Crazy. We would do that. That's crazy. <laughs> no, whatever. So, how did I you guys George... meet? Were you at a, you at a show together? Knew. Was it how'd Facebook? Did you guys know that you were going to. Did yeah, one of you steal the other? Did you pop up in that like DS little social network it... thing that they had? No, no. They they met at a bootleg Beatles concert. Let's get That's back what to it the, is. Real, the real stars <laughs> of this story. The real stars of tonight. Bootleg right. Bootleg Beatles. <laughs> you know what? I don't. I don't actually remember um, the first time. I thought this fool was about to say he didn't yeah. actually like the Beatles. <laughs> I was going to be like, <laughs> well, I don't like Beatles, like Beatles. I actually don't like the Beatles. Because Tom prefers the bootleg Beatles to the oh, Beatles. Oh, shit. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll, we'll save that for the audience questions, but the Beatles yep. are overrated as fuck. Um, God damn. Beatles, save them till after. Save them till the end of the show. I know you got a lot. You're going to field all of them. Anyway, they've um, had this conversation before. So, I'm having a nice time. This is I'm having a nice time tonight. All right, let's get going. Um, the, oh man, there used to be uh, an online, I don't know, forum or file sharing site, I guess. Um, and if anyone in the chat knows of the Eight Bit Collective, smash some Ooh. buttons right now. Yeah. So, I think we'd kind of came across me, me and you, and kind of sort of cross paths virtually on um on 8bc and then it was like i think one of us must have put like in one of the forums like oh i'm playing in newcastle um everyone comes oh, see him sick and then the other one would have been like oh you're in newcastle i'm in newcastle mm -hmm. we're talking like oh, man like 17 years ago or something here i think yeah I, well, I was trying to yeah i was trying to piece this together in my head the other day about how long we've been making music together and various guises that we'll get onto and it's at least like 12 13 years that we've oh, been that's so music cool together, which is a bit mad so oh, yeah long I story guess. short i don't remember how me and you and met <laughs> No, great. No, I great. I think this is good content, just... guys. I mean, right. I remember meeting my co DJ yeah, in Vegas the same way. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. No, hey guys, enough. vaporwave well, night. You know, or not? So, not vaporwave so, night. So but... then, did you guys automatically take to kind of working with each other? Was this like, oh yeah, you know, we have similar. Yeah. You know what? This also actually, I have another question now. Since you guys are getting into electronic music, you guys are getting into the LSDJ stuff. Um, where did you you traditionally been listening to a lot of rock bands can you tell me about some of the first electronic acts you started listening Great to that question, inspired Dan. you because like clearly once you get into production you can't really just go back to like lincoln park or the bootleg beatles you kind of have to like look at some other stuff to be like okay this is a whole other medium of music i need some i need some mentor some you know mentors to listen to so what was some of the first electronic music you guys started really connecting with uh yoon first and then tom there was uh that whole there was this whole moment where all the all the indie kids seemed to start using synthesizers. Yeah, so they, like was, they definitely was. was really yeah, they did. Um, definitely was. Like Passion pit and, and shit. Well, I was thinking like for like klaxons and all that stuff too. First, yeah, yeah, Passion klaxons pit. and all all that kind of stuff was just when I was discovering hot chip. this stuff. So yeah, hot chip, um, block party, and um, yep. LCD sound system. That whole that whole generation, that whole scene, that was kind of. What really drew me in um, yeah. to more electronic stuff. Um, I kind of didn't really intend to go down an electronic path. It, it felt like I got into this music and I started finding out how to make music for myself at the same time, and it kind of all went together. So, um, and then got into chip tune and stuff like Anamanaguchi. Um, just oh like yeah, there you go, the yeah. fucking gods. 
um, <laughs> of that for me. So yeah. Did you get into any kind of experimental electronic stuff? Did, did you maybe start listening to Boards of Canada or Apex Twin or um, no? I you know totally skipped really? that whole wow. Yeah, point never. No, no, no. I mean, you really? Like, I, it was. It was the, that eventually. I, I, I was an indie kid. I was. I was. Yeah, we were all indie, indie kids. Kid. Well, did yeah, you listen to any like the indie tronica stuff? I mean, did you listen to any, like the Bloghouse stuff, like Justice or Postal like, Service, that, like... Daft Punk? Oh. Yeah. That was that was Did all get into kind that of on stuff? the periphery. I think at first I was like, "Ooh, no, it's dance music." <laughs> yeah, well, that was that I mean, was the yeah, whole that's point what they of, all call it. I mean, dance. That, I, that, that's yeah. the quote from LCD Sound System: "Is I was the first to play Daft Punk to the Rock Kids." Everybody yeah, thought yeah, that yeah. was crazy. We all know that's like that line from "Losing My Edge," best right. song ever written. Mm -hmm. Love that song. Best, best song ever, ever written. written. Song. Ever best lyrics. Best lyrics ever written. Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. Because it's High all praise. about how cool is always changing and how everybody thinks they know what cool is, but they're wrong. All the cool kids are always jealous of the ones coming up. All the ones coming up are always jealous of the ones already there. And at the end of the day, it's all a bunch of a fucking jibber jabber. None of it makes any sense. That's why the last portion of the song is him just listing Jill, Scott, Heron, and like all the, that, that music. It means fucking nothing. It's just fucking mishmash jibber jabber words. It's all, it's like the ultimate, like, you know, what the fuck does cool even mean? And it's always yep. changing. And it's like I such an interesting, sarcastic, but sincere thing. You know what I mean? It's the best lyrics I've ever read to a song. Like, wow, I heard you trading best. your turntables for guitars. I heard you trading your guitars for synthesizers. I heard you throwing out your synthesizers and uh, getting in turntables. And you want an analog synthesizer because you want to make something real. It's the best. But I was there. I was there. And he, the, guy, the narrator always states he's there. I was there in 1975 when Captain Beefheart did his first, like, record. Fucking Captain like, Beefheart. He's always, like, they're always, like, you always have that person and that's like you know but i was there when this happened and that was what was important so the, the narrator just happens to be there in like all these different decades and like you know what i mean but like it's great i heard you know like i'm you know we're losing all you know but there's that one like half remembered fake nostalgia from the 80s like there's a line like that where he says it's the best lyrics ever written in any song and will never be topped um anyway oh, <laughs> the point somebody is, post the entirety anyway, of those lyrics in chat Oh, anyway, um, so Tom, so Tom, yeah. what what electronic stuff did you start getting into? I mean, yeah, probably about the same. Um, mm -hmm. The whole the whole new rave thing came about, and I was like, like, because before that, it was it, it's really weird being like a guy who was like super into like new metal and Linkin Park and stuff like that. Yeah. kind of completely missing the the dance and the electronic music influence that it had on new metal and just that part of it just going over my head like no rock music is real yeah. music we gotta have that hard <laughs> shit. dance music sucks yeah. right and then yeah. then like the whole new rave thing comes about like klaxons and um Shirobon? uh not Shirobon. uh fucking oh uh hadouken I know I was thinking about. Is that another chip team band? Well, let me ask you: Did you guys listen to Radiohead? No, no. What about Radiohead? Did you guys listen to a lot. You know what? I, I, never, I never bothered with Radiohead. I like a you never bothered with wow. Radiohead. What is this? Am I this is a to British hot people? Right? I did not take. know. Wait a second! I thought that oh, the, the hottest take. British people don't listen to Radiohead. That's oh my god! I'm you can't believe just, this. Just you and doesn't. <laughs> you said you did. Did I miss you? They were always this band that everyone was like. Yeah, man. Like you probably wow. doesn't get Radiohead, and I was like, I'm not. I'm not interested. So fuck it. I'm never gonna <laughs> listen to it just to spite crazy. you. That's been. Uh, yeah, wow. That's Chris with two peaks coming. Now you don't listen to Okay Computer Amnesiac. Wow. All right. Oh, yeah, I, so I, I, I'm what about? I know you guys love Gorillas. You guys must have listened to Gorillas though. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, well, there you go. That's like electronic. I mean, I like Radiohead. Okay. But Ooh, what's your yeah. favorite album? <laughs> well, by Radiohead? Get that Rainbows, one in real quick. Like easy. Which one? In Rainbows. This, this oh, okay. That was oh, yeah. an easy one. Oh, that's a cool choice. That's a fair answer. Pretty cool choice. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is it obvious? So, wait, wait, wait. But Tom, at what point so. you didn't... So you guys, at what point do you guys start making music together? And what was like the initial sort of collaboration? Like, I would like to know. Uh, was it Topaz Gang right away? Or did it turn it, what did it sound like? Oh, it's the so, chill wave is. Yeah. So to begin with, it was um, Beat the Max, which is like a sort of chill wave thing that that oh, keeps so alluding get, to in the chat. Did you guys get Hell into yeah. that? So then I guess that's my question. Did you guys, what about like when yeah. that stuff started coming around, like Neon Indian and Washed so, Out? Yeah, that was kind of the, the pivot from from New Rave and being electronic and chiptune and then going like, oh, Chill Wave's kind of taken over now. Let's let's do that. And then like, oh, I can do that. I can take a sample and play keyboard over it, whatever the fuck else. Um, and then I realized I couldn't do that by <laughs> myself and not live. I was like, oh, I, I know someone who's really cool with synths and, you know, plays bass and is ginger. I'll, um, <laughs> is ginger. <laughs> all the criteria. Yeah. Ticking all the boxes. So, uh, yeah, um, I asked you and I was like, oh, you and you want to kind of, you know, join in on this this thing I'm doing and yeah. sort of, yeah. We did a couple That's the, a couple the first, shows? like, official You guys did a couple thing. shows? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, we That's opened badass. for uh, Blackbird, Blackbird. Yeah, Blackbird, Oh, Blackbird, Blackbird. Blackbird. Fun. Yeah. I didn't realize, by the way, they Still released on Neon City. Did you know that, Chris? They did? Yeah, do you remember Blackbird, Blackbird? Of course. Apparently they released an album on Neon City like four years ago. But, of course, I remember them as like the Chill Wave band from the early 2010s. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. yeah, I mean, so so do I. I didn't know. I mean, that's that's how I. I what I was, was it with was just stuck. repeating the same word? There was Germany, Germany, Blackbird, Blackbird. Oh man, there was a lot. Of that. Who I'm else? To think of another there. one. Or you had to have the word mm. tapes in your name. Oh, there was a lot of memory tapes and um, tapes and tapes. Uh, I was just listening to Blackbird, Blackbird in the car. Memory cassette. To. Yeah. That's fire. Yeah, memory the song called Bodies. That's what was just on my playlist. Yeah. What was the? Blackbird, Blackbird. I don't mean to steal your your uh, your question session Nicole, what was you, playing please, live please, as, as as topaz gang what was playing live like you guys did, did a few live shows i saw you posting on facebook yeah. about them back in the day yeah. what was the well, setup was like well, was stupid. Was, um, you said it was stupid <laughs> initially stupid. No, 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 no. initially I mean, it was stupid but uh you had your sp404 right that's kind of what um, I expected. Uh, actually, I had the I had the Boss SP two hundred two. Yes, you did. Whoa, yes. Wow. Nice. Um, yeah. Which is just a four hundred four, but way worse. <laughs> nice. It's like a proto four hundred four. Yeah, like I have a bunch of Boss yeah. stuff that's like sort of like, like I got a little Boss DRM drum machine, which is like a takeoff and some some other better drum machine thing. I can't remember. Yeah. So we I had, we had the two hundred two at a. We had a Yamaha RY20 drum machine, which is also fucking dog shit, and <laughs> the memory card was fried, so you couldn't save any patterns or anything on it. Oh my god, wow. Um, Some real working class you know, music. I don't remember what I was, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was using. I was thinking probably... about this the other day, Ewan. You had this little... I had a little Casio. It was like a... Uh, like a yeah, you had the Casio. That You had the keyboard that you could plug your phone into. Wow. Yeah. Wait, which, which Casio yeah, was it? 
it was a VL tone, like the VL oh, one. Wow. Oh, the VL, VL one. VL1. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's so um, funny. You can circuit bend um, those guys. I, I was going to ask you guys if you did any circuit yeah. bend stuff. Thanks. Thank you. A little bit. I was, uh, so I like studied electronics at school. Um, Sick. Made a synthesizer. Uh, so I was always quite interested in in that kind of stuff, but I never I never did a lot. So I have two VL tones on a circuit bend, one of them, but um, hard. The other, pristine. Makes sense. So um, so yeah, it was super DIY to begin with. Not even DIY. Oh, we had the we, um, only... we had a porter sound as well, didn't we? Back oh yeah, yeah. I think you one of the really baby. small ones. Yeah. Yeah, we only did like was it two gigs as beta max maybe? Uh, yeah, I can't remember like two or three. Two. Not many. And, and then uh, yeah, as as Lux keeps mentioning, uh, it happened. Beta max died. <gasps> why did beta max die? Why did beta max die? We've got to get it. It's, it's the birth story of Topaz Gang. So we is have it, to. Was it? Was it, it the single? <laughs> we haven't talked about Topaz Gang yet. That one song. Nelly and We're there. <laughs> we're getting we're getting there all right so so then how did topaz so beta max like we got to redesign where we're going sonically where we're going conceptually is that what happened no it was kind of just we, a coincidence we, we got deleted from the internet we got oh. deleted. <laughs> oh damn <laughs> so you had to your hand was twisted your arms were twisted you had to do something oh, man. i think you need to explain this one Tom. By, by one very upset italo artist um do we, do we name and shame? That was crazy, Lux. Um, Nobody's going to. Yeah, they're not going to know. I say go for it. P-Line, probably still listening, probably still like dreams of us at night. I don't know. We sampled we sampled this old Italo song and, you know, maybe interpolated a few of the lyrics as well. Um, and just like, I remember one day I was like, I was at work. This was like 2012 or something. So I was at work and I went on my break at work and I looked at my phone and I had like hundreds of SoundCloud notifications. I was like, yo, I must have gone on some blog or something and got like mad tweets or whatever. So I was like checking it out and it was just loads of really angry Italians. Like, you stole this song. I'm going to report you. <laughs> and like P, like P Line himself was messaging us like, delete this song. You stole this. This is really? my song. You have stolen music. I was like, unreal. Oh my god! I think unreal. I, just, I, I think I just kind of fucked with him. I was like, no, I'm not deleting it. Get fucked. <laughs> um, nice, unreal. So, it we just got reported on like every site that we operated on, and just it all got taken down. Like the Bandcamp got taken down. The SoundCloud was gone. Wow. The, oh wow, that's awful. Wow, man. You, you I think guys the Facebook page survived. Person. MySpace page was gone. Um, MySpace. Wow. MySpace page was gone. P-Lion fucking so, nuked us. <laughs> Damn. Continue fucking with P-Lion. We changed our name. We changed the name of the song that we stole, ripped him off from, and uploaded it again. <laughs> and it's still there now. He never, he never found out. And we sampled him again. Fuck you, P-Lion. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, P-Lion. You heard it on Hot Takes. You heard it on Hot Takes. Damn, son. P-Lion's fucking incredible, though. His, his album is so good. But fuck him. Damn, that sucks. Never meet your heroes. Wow. Wow. Never, never sample your heroes, at least. Never sample right. your heroes. Um, never sample your heroes. And then they stole your so, name. Uh, wow, yeah. Wait. Who so, stole the name? I'm joking around. There's an there's a synthwave artist called Betamax. Oh, yeah. There was That was, like, it was kind of a blessing in disguise. There's actually a lot of bands called 
uh, beating a max and there was nice there was like I don't even know it was like a DJ locally like in the northeast called beat like oh like yeah. in the Beatles beat a max oh unreal that's and it was just kind of like all right we need to kind of we need to change the game here we need to change yeah. the name so where'd you come up yeah, with Topaz to... Gang? Um, yeah, King uh, Quartz actually I, asked in and chat. Name generator. King Quartz did ask this. Um, there was a, a witch house name generator. Oh, you yeah, witch house I, name I generator. I remember that. It had the spell on the front. You clicked it. It's like a witch oh, house yeah. name generator. Yeah, I totally remember that. Yeah. I, I clicked on that thing a few times. You were smart to I not mean, put any like non-alphabetic I, characters in there. Yeah, so you I'm, could surprised, be I'm surprised like honestly like skeleton lipstick practically could be one of the names that was generated from that thing it could potentially be like it wasn't but like it might as well is it still online chill witch name yeah, magic dot sure com i think lux yeah, might have found I'm it i'm sure it is yeah is that oh, it so no good. way everybody go yeah, find your witch house name right now I remember That's this, this website. Yeah, with the skull on it and everything. I That's so fucking guy. cool, Lux. Yeah, many times Infinite Glitter. It really it actually generates there. really good names. Infinite Glitter. Yeah. If my computer uh, didn't suck shiny, balls shiny and crown. Dick, I would check right now. Free Grave with the triangle. Yeah, you gotta have the triangle instead of Echo with Color Elixir. Haunted Parade with A's. Oh, man. This is actually oh, probably the best name. This is the best name generator. C-Punk name generator wins. It's so good. Acid nothing. For real. How, for real. Oh, Acid nothing? Oh, That's really uh, good. I got Topaz. Oh my god. I got Topaz on it. Power ankle? Dude, teenage fangs. <laughs> With like, like trying to. I don't know. I prefer power ankle. Power ankle. Power ankle. <laughs> Easily the best name generator. That's like ever Topaz been. Topaz gang is fire as fuck, though. So if someone clicked on that long enough, they might have Topaz gang show up on it, huh? Well, I, yeah, I just I'm, tr I'm trying to do it right now. And I've got, I've got. You're Topaz trying to do it right C, now, <laughs> which is Topaz C. I've got so Ooh, nice. It's close. <clears throat> I don't know, teenage teenage fangs. That could be like some like. Yeah, that's some a chill wave ass Topaz, name. Topaz. Yeah. Well, I, I that's like, like a vampire LA. weekend type. I was actually thinking like a, that. Teenage fangs is like one of those like L.A. bands that's like sort of lo-fi guitar rock. You that's know, yeah, like, yeah. Oh man, like, just like, like garage waves band. or some shit. Oh. Looks, guys. I was thinking, like, or like LA looks Vampires, bad. even like, you know, like that yeah. LA Vampires is pretty cool. LA Vampires is pretty cool. Teenage Fangs, I could totally see like a band that's like a lo-fi garage rock band calling themselves that. Anyway, um, so Topaz Gang is born. Uh, I have a question. At this point, when you started Topaz Gang, were you aware of the vaporwave stuff yet, or was yeah. it? You yeah. probably were coming out around. Yeah, you were. Yeah, so, yeah. So. Um... Vectroid sent. I mean, this is probably a, a few years before that. Vectroid sent me um, unfinished versions while she was still working in the, of uh, Floral Shop, uh, New Dreams wow. Limited, um, Initiation Tape, and Fuji Grid TV. Nice. And, like, I was, so then let's, like, let's so we doing, like, for, let's... at this point. I was like, Ooh. So, so let's yeah, pause for a second. Quick. So you had already sort of entered that world of that, like the proto yeah. version of the scene where like all of a sudden we're just meeting people and you're getting like friend, Facebook friend requests from people that you've never met before, but are artists. And you're like, oh, this is kind of fun. Like I'm starting a scene here. You may be following some blogs. I'm sure you guys were following Mr. Nonsense and all that stuff. Yeah. And like that, remember that chill wave, glow fi hypnagogic pop Facebook group? Yeah, is that yeah? That must be post chill wave surfer, that. or was that also Mister Nonsense? That was all. That was Mister Nonsense's Facebook group. That was, was his Facebook. Wave, hypnagogic no, no, no. Post chill wave surfer S R F R. Oh, do you remember that? that? Yeah, I do remember that too. Um, yeah. But so, like, 
What did you guys think about that? Oh, like all online. the, is it still online? Um, still I mean, it's not been decided to post since twenty uh, second you know, of March, twenty twenty one. But, wow, that, oh, wow, that's way more recent than I thought there'd be posts on that thing. Because yeah, Mateo sort of real. dipped out. Mateo sort of dipped out after the first wave, like around like 2013, 2014. Shout out Mateo mm. Coffieri, wherever you are, though, for uh, yeah. hosting that. And, like, in my, and in my opinion, designing the first version of the logarithm for this kind of music. Because mm. my my theory is that, well, he hosted all everybody's, because we used to make YouTube videos back then, right? That's like what we would do to help promote our single is we'd go online, steal a bunch of old commercials, cut them together in a fun way, or find somebody who was really good at cutting together the commercials in a really mm -hmm. fun way. Like, um, who's, what's his name? The most famous one. He did a music video for you guys too. Who's the most famous guy who did that? Lux knows him. Very uh, famous. Patrick. Patrick Lou Damage. Oh yeah, Patrick Lou Damage. Oh, Patrick Lou Damage. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's right. Patrick Lou Damage. Um, yeah, he did the music video for you guys, right? Um, and uh, he did, he did he's been around for forever. Us. We got to bring him so on talented. Here. Oh, yeah, for so, real. Definitely. So like either like you had him do it or you did it yourself. And like the thing was because there's a way to promote your music. Oh, David and Dean was, Burkhart. Was, David, David Dean Burkhart. Well, thank yeah. you. That's Lux knows everything. David Dean Burkhart. Thank you. Because he did a music video for you guys as well. And Patrick Blue Damage actually shout out to him. Huge collection of Vaporwave yeah. paraphernalia, like since mm. the beginning, like has probably the biggest. Or just collection. like retro where's, paraphernalia where's he, in general. Is he in like Lithuania or Patrick something like Films that? lives where's in like live? Russia or Belarus. Patrick yeah, Blue Damage is like in like Russia. Okay, I wasn't sure it was Russia or Lithuania yeah. or something. I was trying to send him a copy of like Disclose the Melts tape, but like I had no idea how to send it to like these weird addresses. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I don't know what to do here. Uh, but anyhow, um, so yeah, but that was the thing is like, because blogs were a thing and that was where you would promote your music was like, you just send it to these upstart blogs and mm -hmm. you could send a SoundCloud link, of course, or a Bandcamp link, of course, but it might sweeten the deal if you also send a YouTube video that they could embed in their page, right? Cause that's like a little bit more eye grabbing if you can send all those things. So I theorize that people like Mr. Nonsense, who would post all everybody's YouTube videos in the same place, like on his Facebook page, on his, you know, on his like um, his um, uh, his Tumblr, right? And if the more that you're posting these a artists together who have zero views initially, right? But you keep posting them all together over and over and over again for a couple of years or so, a few years or so. Well, that's gonna like just create a logarithm that associates that all together, right? So I theorized that he was one of the big people to do develop the first version of the logarithm for like vaporwave stuff. Definitely. And yeah. it's like, it's such a special feeling. Like when someone you don't know or someone you've not met or like, you just kind of come across like someone has uploaded your music on the internet without you knowing yeah. about it, without you asking or being involved. Like, like someone separate to me and outside of my circle. I mean, I guess he was probably inside the circle, but we didn't know each other and it's like, you know, this person took time out of their day and listened to this thing I did and they liked it enough to, you know, go to the effort to put it on YouTube so that other people will hear it. That's like, that's so exciting. Yeah. So what was it even, like when you started now, like, getting- over a decade later. Yeah. That's what was it like when you first started validating. getting like friend requests from people like all over the world and you're like, wow, this is interesting. And like, I'm like talking like, you remember you guys were just talking about how you're like, well, we were the only two people making chiptune and, and electronic music in our area. And now all of a sudden, like, you're not alone anymore. You're getting all these other people. What was that like? Um, you know what? It's a long time ago. <laughs> It was crazy. You don't remember? I, just, I remember yeah, thinking this is crazy. I, mean, oh yeah, I, feel, I remember getting I a lot like... of friend requests and 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like we were always kind of on the periphery, though. I feel like we never mm. particularly tried to... Um, I feel like certain people, like some people, like really pursue being a part of a scene. Um, mm. We definitely kind of said, like, mm. oh, like, there's this vaporwave thing happening. Like, this is really interesting. I remember Tom saying, like, oh, there's this new thing. It's kind of come out of chill wave. Um, yeah. I've been playing around with it. Like, let's do something around this. But yeah, um, we always kind of sat slightly on on the edge of it. I feel. Um, so I don't yeah, know. Are you talking about the chill wave, vaporwave much... divide? You know about vaporwave? No, just like the vaporwave yeah. scene. I love. I love. Yeah, I love up. that. I mean, I... we were there. But... Do you feel like you were in the outer circle? You mean? Yeah, slightly. Just kind of on the on the edge Aww. of it. I think um, it's always been really interesting. Not, in how not to we, me. No, not in a bad way. Like it's really that's that's the really interesting thing. Like loads of people really um, really supported us, and it's always kind of yeah. weirded me out how much um, support the and how much longevity the projects had. Yeah, um, when we didn't really pursue that, we kind of were like, oh, here's a cool thing. Uh, our internet presence for our old band is dead anyway. Like, let's yeah. try something different. Um, and yeah, yeah, we we kind of just did our own thing in some ways. Um, although obviously, you know, uh, we we did collabs with Saint Pepsi and Detroit and and Lux and a bunch of others. Um, so we were there and we were, we were pals with all these people. But yeah, I'm not sure we we ever kind of tried too hard to be within the scene i will like say i did days. notice that and i kind of liked it you guys just kind of did what you wanted and you never tried you you never tried too hard and and that i mean that in a good way yeah i think that yeah, you know that's probably why you know over a decade later we're still you know making music together and in you know we've been able to kind of sort of shift you know change what we do and try different right. things and you know yeah. completely pivot to different genres before we make, uh get into audience questions do you guys want to tell us about your current project starting with yeah. tom um well i am pretty much just like the i don't know how do you say it Sort of, Ewan's kind of the lead on that one. I got and I you. I really need to grab a drink, so oh. I'm going to let you. <laughs> so we're going to let Ewan talk Whoops, about it. <laughs> I I gambled and lost. <laughs> I mean, there's a fifty-fifty chance. True. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think um, our main current project, Novi Left, um, is kind of the other side of the coin to Topaz Gang. So whereas that conceptually um, was driven by by Tom. And him kind of bringing me on board um novi left is is kind of more conceptually driven by me and um, okay. bringing tom on board um so it's a kind of cold wave synth punk kind of thing um don't it's not sample based like like uh topaz gang and beta max where we um it's a different approach it's like a hardware based approach um nice so yeah that's the thing we've been doing for a, a bunch of years now as well but it, it kind of i don't know it feels like recently we have focused on novi left but it isn't that topaz gang turned into novi left they sit alongside each other and we could like we have kind of said several times 
we've we've got more we've got more synths and stuff nowadays and we've said like mm-hmm. what would what would topaz gang what would a topaz gang hardware set sound like like how would we how yeah. would we oh that's that? that's a cool um, approach that's really awesome that's interesting that's that feels like something we're probably going to end up doing at some point for some reason like yeah topaz gang is not dead in any way even though we haven't really done anything for a while um and we're yeah mostly doing novi left stuff because that maybe lends itself a little more to playing live currently um but yeah they kind of kind of balance each other out i think i like it thoughts on is it is it novi left novi left Novi left, Novi left. left. Thoughts on um, thoughts on that project, Tom. Say again, sorry. Uh, thoughts on the Novi left project. Yeah, we would. <clears throat> Goodness me, my throat. Uh, my voice is giving out now. Um, <laughs> oh, you poor thing. So yeah, we were we were chatting about this a little bit um, off air. So because um, Isaac had kind of asked, you know, when did the the switch initially happened and. You know, you were kind of curious as to why we did it, and while me and you and have very different reasons for it, it was kind of <clears throat> we did at the same time decide it was time to do something new. Like for me, it was uh, when when David Bowie died, and I was like, oh, now I have to make proper music, or <laughs> you know, pr- proper music. Mm-hmm. And and around the same time. Uh, you know, you and Kim and was like, oh, I've been trying this new thing. It's like all with like synths and stuff like that. And I was like, cool, this is perfectly timed because that's exactly what I need to do right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like a few things kind of came together because I, like I said before, was playing like kind of solo punk gigs, um, like chip tune, which was loads of fun. But I was also really, really sick of, of doing it too. I wanted to make something that felt a bit more interesting um yeah and i wanted to get more into into hardware since um especially listening to um kathleen hannah after bikini kill and before latina oh um Ju- this, julie, ruin. julie ruin julie ruin album yeah, a great album it's julie ruin album most incredible record damn i've not heard uh, it. hell yeah really like ah uh, i don't get to talk to me i love that album yeah gritty. i haven't talked to too many people who've listened to it actually i love that so album. good it's really so good, yeah. and that was that was a really big. Uh, We've been waiting for years to mention that to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dude. I've been waiting for years that, to bring that, that album up. That's his sleeper agent <laughs> phrase. You just activated. That's it. my sleeper agent, the Julie Ruin. Like, <laughs> I, I love that album. I haven't, I haven't really talked to too many people about it, but I've been waiting for someone. I love that album a lot, though. Yeah, I'm glad to hear it. Get some, I mean, get like, some, it's get rediscovered way, by some people. Check it out, guys. Way out of print and stuff, but um, that was that was this real moment of going like, oh shit, you can make interesting slightly punk inflected mm-hmm. kind of music with that's maybe slightly lo-fi in its production with yeah. hardware synths and kind yes. of how far can we take that so that kind of came just as like we, we did a fair bit of stuff with topaz gang we didn't play a bunch of gigs but we played more than we did with beat max so we played uh, a festival in madrid which was our nice. first Ooh, okay first gig. um just certainly drop nuts. that one in there uh well, I just feel like just weird, weird stuff happened with Topaz Gang. We we soundtracked yeah. a Gucci advert. Um, what? What? Nowhere. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah, that's out on I the didn't internet. know that shit. Uh, 
Topaz Gang on a Gucci ad? Oh, man. Hang that on. Is, that's key. That's that unbelievable. G's in the, in the chat. chat. And, uh, yeah, we did a couple of the gigs. It was always like a little, uh, a little cobbled together. We did a really fun thing in a weird office building in Newcastle where we, like, live sampled some uh, Doctor Who sound effects record that I've got. I it's all um, pictures of that. Oh, that's that's interesting. That was that was fun. So yeah, we always we were always looking to do different things with it. It always felt like a vehicle to kind of play with this um kind of sample based music. But it yeah, I guess we I kinda went, hey Tom, do you wanna do you wanna do this other different thing? And we've kind of run with that since. Um but yeah. Reiterate, Topaz Gang isn't dead, and I'm sure it'll. Ooh, you heard it on hot <laughs> Do you want to get another good one in, Chris, before we turn it over to the audience questions? Um, man, we really covered a lot of ground actually with all these questions. We did, we did. Uh, Normally, um, we do audience questions starting at the top of the. All right, hour. Wait, wait, let me wait, wait, wait. One, one really quick. Got one more. I know you that. What was it? Um, so when. Huh. How do you feel about the current state of all the um, Topaz Gang releases? Is there more stuff that you want to re-release at some point? Like, you know, do you think, do you think there's going to be a new release for Topaz Gang one day? And the, the albums that have come out already, do you think you would consider re-releasing them? Particularly something like, um, Tux, you know, what's it called? Um, uh, Tuxedo, the one Tuxedo all... Princess. Thank you, Tuxedo, Tuxedo Princess. Princess. Yeah, that's it. I can't yeah, find this not, YouTube. I think I, I think I've actually even at, I've asked Tom about this actually multiple times. I've asked Tom about Tuxedo Princess multiple times over the years, actually. But yeah, Tuxedo Princess feels like our our statement album. Mm. Um, that feels like that feels like the classic uh, the classic Topaz Gang album. We re-released some of the songs from it um, on the Palm Tree FM final release. Yeah. Um, nice. It would be fun to do that as a full a full album re-release. Tom, I'm gonna oh wait, I'm gonna send this in the Facebook chat because I'm not on Twitch and I can't post anything in the chat on here. Damn. But I found the Gucci ad. Okay. Someone else put that in the chat. Um I'll put it in Facebook chat. Um Well shit, I'm yeah, gonna have to find so it. It would be cool. It would be cool wait, to yeah, do I'm, a I'm proper, touch on my phone. That'll not work. Tuxedo. Fuck. Just soak up the sun. Gucci yeah. soak up the sun on YouTube. That's that's it. Um Gucci yeah, Tuxedo Princess proper proper re-release would be really cool. I think um, the last album that we did, uh, Cypress Skate Plaza, was really we tried to do something a bit different with it, and I still really 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 like that album. I like. Uh, oh yeah. We 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 intentionally like really really fucked with the production, so we um. We, after we we kind of finished arranging the songs, we exported them in like as low quality as we could, and oh, then so uh, recorded them to tape. Um, as kind of we 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 drove it, so we we, we kind of um, distorted it onto the tape. Uh, we maxed out the levels and then recorded that back in, and that's that's the final version of the album. Unreal. I'm um, really interested at the time about how the different audio formats kind of degrade that audio. How that affects mm. the sounds. I had this grey MP3 of um, uh, oh fucking Blink One Eight song. Feeling it is that the name of the song? But that that one anyway. Um, and it had it. feeling this. That's it. Um, 
and I had this ancient MP3 of it, and it was really, really distorted, and you had this oh, amazing just like crunchy sound as fuck. Hi -hat. Oh, that, like, cool. You think that like sounds amazing? Okay. Flanget, very, very lossy. So cool. Um, and so we're really interested in bringing that. I mean, there's that Brian Eno quote where he talks about. I know exactly what you're talking Skelly about. Skelly loves this. The, 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 the limitations of the technology at the time is yeah, what's become their hallmark. Like, become the hallmark in the future, and that's what people will try and recreate. 96 kbps yeah. is fucked. Yeah, everybody's everybody's that, always man. so fascinated with how far you can press technology, and it's those limitations that become like it's like calling mm. card and it's affectation that everybody sort of yeah. like loves later on in life. The limits of the pe human beings in general. So are is it so, fair like, to say Bit Crush is all y'all's favorite sound effect? Well, no. So this will be more like lossy stuff, right? Like that's like like the lossy yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's mm -hmm. like glassy so, um, stuff. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that album was maybe not. Um, as kind of pure vaporwave as uh, Tuxedo Princess or Palm Tree FM or um, 24 Hour EP, uh, but I think it was something really interesting. And I'd, 24 yeah, Hour EP. That's, that's really that's fucking. The, that's fascinating. the album that needs more recognition. <laughs> 24 Hour EP um, was completely made on the SP202. Wow! Wild. Wild. Didn't know that. It was so difficult. I can't even fucking imagine. That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> I, I like light up the chat with some questions for the boys. Uh oh. I okay. So we can do some questions danger. for the boys now. Yeah. All right. Now we can yeah. do some questions. For the we boys um the we have a one that that um I almost said Topaz gang. We have one that uh, King Quartz asked. He asked about the 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 name Topaz. So you guys kind of answered. You guys fully answered that one actually. Um, yeah. Maybe you answered this one too. He asked what your biggest what influence was. Ooh. I bet for Topaz Gang, your biggest influence. Yeah. Like specifically. Yeah. As Topaz Gang? It was probably yeah. those, well, for me anyway, it was like those unfinished um, Vectroid albums. Oh. Like uh, Floral Shop and Fuji Grid TV. And like, I remember her sending me like the unfinished version. She was like, hey, don't tell anyone that I made these. I was like, that's so cool. That's um, so cool. <laughs> but yeah, like so cool. being being like a like a chill wave guy at the time and then like this sort of I think you know, a pattern starts to emerge. When she sent me those I was super ill. <laughs> um <laughs> and a little bit like delirious from sort of flu medication or whatever, and I was like, This sounds amazing, I gotta do this and <laughs> Um, I love that you were like distorted on flu medication and fevers when you made your decision to start doing vaporwave. You were like, that sounds, you're <laughs> you that's poor guy. so appropriate. That's so appropriate. Like, I need to make vaporwave. Sick like, all the time. These, you're listening to these proto versions of like Fuji Grid TV and Macintosh Plus. You're yeah. sick from fever and you're on a lot of cold medicine. Like, oh, I have to make vaporwave. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> it's a great origin story for that. We got some other um, sick questions, but uh, finish yeah. that thought first. Was, so, finish your thought, yeah. There is um, a pinned question that I've been dying to get back. I think that's uh, a good one. Is it pinned right? Tryptophan. Ah. Shout out Tryptophan, who's been around for like Shout out fucking yeah. decade, probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Early fan of the chill wave and vapor wave. Early fan of TSQ dance, in fact. Oh, Tryptophan wow. wanted to know: Was there a side TSQ project dance. called something about Hummers or Ferraris or something on SoundCloud? So the Beatamax days we did an ep that i think might still be online somewhere called delorean mega club and i'm wondering i if remember delorean uh, mega club yeah. yeah shit i probably have it 
So if Tryptophan is still here, that's not it. Ooh, then I don't know. Right. Yep. So if that's the one, he, oh, he says that's not it. Hmm. It's not that. Oh, that definitely that nothing I, about that Hollis, is still on, still on Bandcamp. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, we must have got our um, Bandcamp back after the P-Line incident then. <laughs> Fairby. P-Line. Fairby cover. Fairby. Oh, we're playing yeah. We're playing a gig on December the 16th at Belly Up Tavern in California. Oh, damn. <laughs> According to Bandcamp. <laughs> According oh, to Bandcamp. Nice. <laughs> oh, cool. See you there. <laughs> yeah. See you there. Hell yeah. <laughs> Peter Max makes the return. He had another question that I'm not sure I understand. Uh, yeah. He said, "Why does Search for Animal Chin have the best music ever?" Yeah, oh, because Search for Animal Chin is the best movie. I ever. knew you, I knew you but, guys. Yeah, would know what I've got the soundtrack about. on vinyl. I have the wow, have the oh, wow. fucking wow. The real ones, no. Yes, Search for Animal Chin. I guess I need to. I need to see this film. That's, I mean, um, yeah, absolutely, and you'll it'll. You know, it'll sound very familiar when you do. Chin. But it's it's also <laughs> really good. Like, uh, Ewan probably knows the answer to this. Um, how old was Tony Hawk in Search for Animal Chin? Shit, I don't, I don't know. Tony that. Hawk He's was like in this movie. Oh. He's in your like eyes. Make like it wasn't. Like wasn't yeah, oh, he was so young. He was like twelve or something. <laughs> Wild. I don't know if he was actually twelve. Yeah. So. so do you guys like so fuck with skating. Kids, like you re you mentioned skating a lot yeah, in yeah. your songs. Yeah, so you guys wasn't actually that one album? Um, um, uh, which is didn't you do an album that was was skate Cypress Skate Plaza? Cypress Skate Plaza. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. do you guys actually skate? Like, did you grow up skating? Wasn't that sort of like the idea, like a skate album soundtrack, like you know, like a VHS skate yeah. album sound? Yeah, wasn't that like Cypress mm -hmm. Skate Plaza was supposed to that was kind a of the ones, right? Choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you told me about that. I remember. I was kind of wondering. So I noticed did, a theme. Uh, like yeah, the that's, yeah, that's it's music not video it's we did good. for um, the music video we did for Cy the uh, single from Cypress Skate Plaza is like all all skateboarding, and we did the same uh, the same technique where we did um, we filmed it in like the lowest digital quality possible, and then mm -hmm. put it on the VHS and fucked with the tracking, and then filmed <laughs> a screen um, showing the VHS. And then that's the final Unreal. Video. You filmed so, the screen yeah, playing the VHS. Was... Nice. Yeah. Like that. That's, that's too that cool. That. And then you put it on that's a ghetto cool. blaster and recorded it like with a contact mic. An old ass, like, <laughs> camcorder, like, in front of a CRT TV or something. Yeah, that was fun. We don't we got a um, search Topaz Gang on. Oh, okay. It's on my YouTube channel. But yeah, the yeah. title Cypress Skate Plaza. Cypress Skate Plaza by Topaz Gang. Watch it. Almighty Art. Arceus, I don't want to botch your name there. What are the biggest video game soundtracks that inspire you? Streets of Rage 2. Oh, Streets of yeah. Rage 2? Yeah, Streets of Rage no 2. No thoughts. Streets of Rage 2. <laughs> um, that was actually... So, yeah, Streets of Rage 2, when I first gave uh, Beatamax a try, it was a song... I, I was playing Streets of Rage 2 at the time. Nice. I was thinking, maybe I should give this Chillwave thing a, a try. And then I heard... <clears throat> Just, I think I think it's level four on Street to Rage Two, and I was like, just the pieces just connected. Ooh. Um. And it's oh, it's so good. The, the whole soundtrack. In fact, to be I've honest, not heard oh, it. I guess like, I need to go hear it like right now. Three. Do you oh, have it on vinyl? Um, I think they released it on vinyl a couple of years ago, but I don't uh, have it. I don't I'm it. just joking. You would if you could. I'm <laughs> sure. 
You know what? <laughs> Let me see. Streets of Rage. That, that's got to be on vinyl. Yeah, they definitely released it on vinyl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, uh, it's kind of expensive, but it's on red vinyl. Red vinyl. Fucking dumb. Damn, we're um, dropping. <laughs> you're fr you're freezing a little bit on your end. Um, mm. damn, Streets of Rage vinyl, run it up, sell that shit out. What about you, Ewan? What video game soundtracks smacked for you? Um, yeah, definitely Streets of Rage. Obviously, all the music wow. from Tony Hawk Pro Skater games. Um, as a as damn, a you guys don't fuck around. <laughs> We video know games. what we're about. Video Can games. you guys fight? Yeah, yeah. Do we fight? Can you guys fight? I don't think... Can we fight? Wait, yeah. Can we fight? Like, fight. like if somebody was, was just being rude at the Nando's, like in streets of, we like fight? Streets of Rage style? Oh, can we fight other people? Oh, I thought yeah. you meant do we... Can, could we fight each other as like an exhibition? No, like, can you, can you fight? Like, would you win if you were in a fight? No. Um, no? I mean... So here's the thing. I... I can't speak for you, and I've never been in a fight. But no. if, like, if the the passion in my heart had been so, like, lit up, like, you know, what what's the cause for me starting a fight? Is someone just being you. a dickhead? Yeah. You know, like, if someone's just being a dickhead, I'd be like, ah, whatever. Mm -hmm. But you know, if if moral wrongdoings are afoot and no one else can, you know, rise up, you know, I might get. The shit beaten out of me, but at least I, at least I stood up. At damn least it. you put up a good faith effort. And these, yeah. these are the things I have to ask, you know, on yeah. hot takes. I've asked every guest. You ask every guest, can you? No, fight? I've never is asked that you, question. You're, you're constructing a uh, like a. Not like once a, have a I asked that dumbass yeah. question until tonight. <laughs> Maybe you should. Like I, sh I honestly should. We're gonna fight. One, honestly, because you told me you don't like, like uh, shoegaze music, so you know. It's on site. <laughs> I know you're the one running the Topaz game. Do you think Twitter, you could beat me so. in a fight? I don't know, bud. How tall yeah. are you? Six foot? Maybe you're a little bit. You're shitting me. You're six foot? I'm, I'm a long man. You and how tall are you? Like six one or six two? Jesus God, you guys are tall. I didn't know you guys were that tall. No, I'm short as fuck. I'm like five four. <laughs> I have no idea you guys well, are that also, tall. That's pretty cool. I, I guess um, as a duo, we we have a bit of an advantage as well. Yeah, two v one. Shit, that's true. <laughs> um, okay, for, for in, no more joshing around. All right, serious questions only for the rest of the episode. Okay. Um, gotcha. Lux had a great question. I know. I'm just messing with you. Yeah. Lux wanted to know, and this is an amazing question. What was the motivation to switch around mm. the track list for Palmtree.fm and Tuxedo Princess with the reissues? So for Palm Tree, when it got re-released, um, it was a very deliberate choice that one of the songs we sampled on there had, um, well, one of the songs on there had a sample from R. Kelly. Mm. And it was like, kind of like, in hindsight, we were like, we do not fuck with that at all. Uh, we yeah, nothing yeah, I got to do you. With, Makes sense. You know, yeah. Um, the... There was a some tracks got moved around on the Tuxedo Princess re-release, um, and that was just straight up a mistake. 
<laughs> and then by the time I noticed it was it was too late, it had already like gone no print. like well that's that's just how it's it's fine. I think literally the only thing that happened is that like the the sample that comes in at the start of uh Photo Me featuring Mesh randomly plays at the end of some other song. And dog near shitty like, wow. You know what? <laughs> Here's the thing. I was like, it was too late. I was like, no, no one's gonna notice, right? Um, so, <laughs> thank you, Luxury Elite, for yeah, Luxury Elite probably bringing noticed. that to the attention of everyone in the chat. <laughs> oh man, you know what? Like that's the hallmark, though. <laughs> like Brian Eno said, <laughs> the Tuxedo I've Princess always, dude, I hey, love guys, asking. What's something we've always wanted to know about, and what's what's the the deep hidden meaning behind why you did this deliberate choice? The artist will be like, "It was a fucking mistake. I didn't notice. I didn't know you guys would notice." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we put Skate Life on um, on Palm Tree to replace the R. Kelly sample because we want. I mean, Skate Life just you know Best fucking song. slaps. It's so good. And you'll yeah, understand like, why when you watch uh, when you watch Animal Chin. Oh, God. Um, yeah. I guess I'm I'm gonna have to check it out at some point. It's it's it. really good. You you gotta find Animal Chin. Um, so yeah, we put um, we put that on to replace the song that sampled R. Kelly because it was better and didn't you know. Yeah, have yeah. R. I Kelly feel that. Um, and yeah, I think you know, Scale Life does kind of fit on it. On, on um, Scale Life is so perfect on Tuxedo Princess. It's on both now. So, <laughs> bro, what are you going to do? It's my song. I'll do what I want. <laughs> Facts. Thank you, Roche, for saving me. I was trying to think of a, a question that would be cool enough to, to ask these boys, but you got a question. He said, any new, up and co- any new or up and coming vapor artists that you've been keeping an eye on or listening to? Oh, before we jump into that, when uh, Lux mentioned earlier the uh, Tuxedo Princess curse, I thought she was talking about how that album very nearly got released on Amdiscs. Whoa! Oh, oh, oh man! Yeah. I would say that's hot a stroke of fortune. Time. That like that's that's yeah. the avoiding how, how hot are the hot takes we going on here? As oh, wow. hot as you want. <laughs> The original vaporwave controversy source, and yeah. that's the original. That would be the original mm-hmm. first. Actually, that's the first big controversy in vaporwave. Was that the very first that label? The very first. If you guys don't know about that, you consider yourself lucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably on a um, Twitter thread, or not a Twitter, a Reddit thread somewhere. I remember even seeing those websites oh, pop yeah, up and pop up, like, man, they are really pretending to be like the most legitimate fucking thing in the world like wow i thought we were just fucking around making tapes <laughs> in terms of recent recent vape wave um i did listen to someone recently there's like oh shit i don't have spotify anymore it was it was on spotify like you know they have the spotify playlist and <laughs> um it's gonna be It'll come to you. I mean, is whoa? Is that's why with love is dreaming. Like I have no idea, Lux. Wow. Yeah, Vanitas yeah. has probably been around for a few years now, but yeah, it was big into Vanitas for a while. Oh, Vanitas. Okay, yeah. Yeah. 
not necessarily a new name, but probably the newest. We, I, I would say that I've listened to it all. Oh, he them. said Vanitas. Oh, Vanitas. We oh, do okay, love yeah. Lunitas. They're we fantastic. We love Lunitas as well. Lunitas, yes. I have actually not heard enough Vanitas, and I really badly need to. Maybe Vanitas I could get a rec from you, Tom. Yeah, um, I mean, it's with. We're going back a while here. Let me have a quick look, see what I can find. Uh, no, that's not it. Um, what if, what, I'm going to look something up. Does anyone else have it? Yeah, yeah. what have you I, been like, bumping, Ewan? What's what's uh, what's your answer to Roja's question? Any new or up-and-coming vapor that you've been kind of fucking with that you can put us on? No. Damn. <laughs> that's cold. I, I haven't kept up with uh, much vaporwave for quite a while. So, um, what's the last yeah, vaporwave definitely... that you remember really, really oh, liking? Um, <laughs> I genuinely, I genuinely can't think. Like, man, way, and they had that way, whole way, Barber way Beach show in in Great Britain. I don't remember which city, and you didn't go. No. Ewan's too busy at the bootleg. Oh, I had to work. Show. He's too busy. <laughs> at, he's like, I had to see the bootleg Beatles that night. Whoops. <laughs> Can we get back to the important important subject at hand here? Which is, what is the bootleg Beatles up to? And when are they touring again? <laughs> I know, right? Watch, we get done. I hear they do like, costume hey, changes. Out? I hear it's quite, quite the pageantry of it. Quite the affair of pageantry. <laughs> Sound and color. <laughs> the real deal, man. The real, the real deal. deal. The real fake deal. <laughs> oh, wow. This is great. <laughs> I always try to keep a, a good selection of, of great questions, and I can't seem to find them right now. So I guess I will just say... Yeah, I'm doing such a great... I'm batting a 1,000 tonight. Um, Isaac. Okay. Uh, <laughs> We're all yeah. on fire. Somebody jump in and save me. Let me see if I can get this in the chat. Yeah, I'm we're, dropping we're... some Venetus in the chat if my laptop on freezes. Did, oh, shit. Isn't Venetus the one that made the like night at the museum or something like that? Yeah, that's what I'm dropping in right now. Oh, nice. Uh, is that just the link? Doesn't look like a YouTube link. What I got a question yeah, to you guys while you work on dropping that link. What artist? How did you find besides okay. David Bowie? What artist m stopped making music that you wish would get back into the game? Hmm, that's interesting. Like they would make music again. Um, that's that's a serious question. I mean, kind of. He's just released an album under a different name, so he's still making music. But I wish we could have a new Neon Indian album because oh, I yeah, fucking love Neon Indian. So, so that. not as Alan Palumbo. Yeah, like I, yeah, I, I'm sure the album's quite good. It, it wasn't really my thing. Yeah, um, but I got you. those are early Neon the albums. Those second, first two, the second oh, Neon yeah. Indian album. Oh, Era Extraña is unequivocally his maybe, best, in my opinion. It's maybe my, it's it's one of my favorite albums of all time. Like, Era Extraña. Oh, dude, that was yeah, like everything. Like, Suns Erupt is a phenomenal track. Early like, early 2010 is like yeah. one of the best songs ever. Yeah, you're just like you heard that song. You're like, I gotta play a synthesizer. I've, right I've now. seen Skelly play <laughs> yeah. Polish Girl as a yeah. at, while DJing. 
clearly you oh, yeah, are a fan. Oh my god, yeah, all the time. Um, that that um, that album was like, man, man, early two thousand. That's like a such like quintessential early two thousand tens right there, and that's like the best era for music in my opinion, early two thousand tens. Yeah, man. Well, I don't know what it was. Tom, what about you, bud? Oh, it's a good question. Um, God, we had everything in the early 2010s and we lost it all. We <laughs> squandered it. <laughs> squandered it all. We had the best music. We had the oh, best yeah. way of like, dealing with the internet. We had the best like everything. That was the best. I never thought I'd be one of those people that would think that there was the best time for music. Especially because I was like older by the time the early 2010s happened. But uh, no, that was the one. That was the you time. Know what? I was there. All the, all the different sounds. All the fun right. sounds were being made. It's a playground for um, independent electronic internet. It was a play. Music. It was a playground for that, and it was just um, everybody was doing something very interesting and making something very cool. And now everybody just wants to be on a spot. I don't even know what's real. I don't even know what's real music and what's a fucking industry plant at this point. Sound like you're losing your edge. Then you losing my edge. Yeah, sound like the losing my edge song. Sound like losing my edge. You're gonna have to get on TikTok, Skelly. That's why. That's why I told you that's the best song lyrics ever written. Losing my edge. <laughs> best song lyrics ever written. I will die on a hill over that one. I will bring any conversation. We all know what you really want. The themes for tonight have been the bootleg Beatles and that song that Skelly really likes. I can't remember who it's by. Losing my edge by LCD Sound System. LCD Sound System. Lux has an excellent question. She says that she doesn't feel like you quite finished the story about how you found out about Vaporwave. Ramona brought you in, but how did you continue to navigate in it? See, I think Lux knows the answer to this question. Oh, is that so? And, yeah, she's... um, They used to be... (laughs) Very long time ago, in the in the golden age of Tumblr, there was um, a few uh, mixes appeared. Uh, what were they called? Late Night Lo-Fi, Ooh, volumes yeah, one, yeah. two, and three. Stumbled across those. Um, you know, I I think I picked them up again a few years ago. I don't know if they're mm-hmm. still online. They're solid. I sure hope they are because they are so good. And, you know, whoever made them clearly has exquisite taste. They're so good. They're on Discogs. They're on Discogs? They're on Discogs. I mean, of course, (laughs) they deserve to be. They're pinned on Discord. That's absolutely perfect. I'm going to download them right after this because they are are timeless. All the old and late. And that that was like the late night lo-fi mixes were, you know, sort of a big... When we were putting together the blueprint for Topaz Gang departing from doing chill wave things and doing more vape wavy things, you know, that was like, you know, a part of the initial in, uh, influence. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Ewan? Yeah, I remember, um, I really, really specifically remember, um, on saying to me, um, oh, you you know, like, let's, there's this new thing happening. It's uh, called Vaporwave. It's kind of about um, sort of unremembered 
features that didn't happen and shopping malls and we should yeah. do something cool oh wow that's and cool I like, like that description yeah yeah cool yeah. and this is like <laughs> yeah this is right at the very start of it nice. existing so yeah. we really even it had was a name, cool. practically just was yeah i think there was a couple i'm sure there was a couple different names that were going around i can't remember what else i'm sure vaporwave was like one of the potential right. names yeah um it was yeah, the coolest so sounding long, one long time ago yeah it's a fucking cool name and it took me ages to realize that it's a pun on vaporware yeah that just didn't that didn't occur to me for a long time oh nice mm -hmm. um but yeah so just oh i don't know what i just did oh what are you you're doing? still with us <laughs> still here. uh yeah i think uh kind of engaging with that scene really helped us to keep kind of releasing stuff at that time but also no, it felt like a time. It felt like a thing that we had that kind of had to happen. And um, and yeah, a bunch of weird <laughs> shit happened, like Madrid. Sorry, I'm not laughing at you, and I'm, I'm watching the, uh, the chat. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Man, it was, a, it was a beautiful, like, it was a beautiful, I wasn't there for like the inner circle either, like, but it was just a very like explosive and Kind of like a flashpoint moment. Very, very exciting time. Yeah, for sure. They were there's a lot of people online like um uh, griping about this guy who tried to describe Vaporwave, I guess. Uh some some again, I really don't like the word normie, but like like some normie dude tried to de describe Vaporwave and named Washed Out. And people were going, Washed Out's not Vaporwave. <laughs> and I mean they're right, but like so much of early chill wave music was very sample based, like Teams mm. sampled all the time, you know. It was interesting though because it felt like we moved from this kind of loose, like sample based, like whoa, like just compress it loads and uh -huh. uh, side chain the kick onto a really like lush pad mm. and yeah, man, chill, bro. To like, here's this really specific conceptual thing to yeah. explore with music. Yeah, and that was that was that switch for us from kind of Beatmax to Topaz Gang. It was like, that makes sense. And, I, and I don't think we ever necessarily like chased that specific uh, aesthetic and specific concept quite as much as other people did. I think we were quite happy for that to kind of sit in the background, but that very much kind of drove that switch in the music to um, mm -hmm. you know, here's something about kind of like the ghosts of capitalism in in this ghosts of capitalism. I'll take that. So, that's cool. <laughs> we got a good one by uh, Tryptophan. Who does Topaz Gang wish that they could have collaborated with? The bootleg Beatles. <laughs> bootleg Beatles. <laughs> Unreal. I'd love to see a, an original collaboration with the bootleg Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got some of the big you know games what? on there, so yeah. Yeah, we did. We did get very, um, very blessed with some of our collab choices. I'd often wanted to do like, just like, a, a full-on like collab album and just have like, like loads of like names come and go. Um, oh yeah. Throughout, and, you know, like. You could still do that. Yeah, Skelly did that. Could, yeah, that's the thing. A couple years could ago, could still do that. You could. I did that with Polymer Vampire. Yeah, I would. You could do that. Yeah. 
lots of people have come back. You and, should do that. <laughs> you should have like a new person on every app. I would do one. I would do a track with you guys. You should do a track with like all oh, everybody, yeah. all your friends, and each one have a different person. Mm, something maybe, like that would be cool. Maybe I don't know why more people don't back. collab or remix. Sure. Or I think that shit is so fun. Maybe mm -hmm. people just don't want to. I don't know. It's always hard working with other people. I guess, yeah. I, times. I think you have to, like... Uh, I really enjoy working with other people, but you have to be able to, like, detach part of your ego for it. You know, yeah, that's you a good to, point. Like, to actually collaborate, you have to be able to let go of something. And, like... That's a very good point. You're the person to do something. I really, I really, really enjoy that feeling. I love, like, sending something off for a remix and getting back something totally weird and unexpected. Um, mm. But I, yeah, I can really understand why people uh, are tentative about doing that. Yeah, that makes sense. If something isn't done, if you're used to doing it your way and, and something isn't done exactly the way you wanted, it, it might be a little like, oh, do we really want my name on this? Mm -hmm. But I mean, hey, that's, that's it's a collaboration, you know? Bet, bet. Uh, keep it coming, chat. We got 15 more minutes. Let's see here. Just to uh, just to note to the chat, it's nearly 2 a.m. for me and Tom right now. So um, <laughs> you guys are troopers. Hurry up with the question. Yeah, and Tom is sick. Up so yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, oh man. Gosh, Skelly, you got one you want to let rip? What values or principles does it represent for your group? The name Topaz. According to Puffin. Is that a groups. chat question? That's it. I just saw it come up. Chat GPT, yeah. Is that a chat GPT <laughs> question? I'll use a principle. Values and principles. Alright, what's your collaboration? Oh whoa, right. tryptophan. Weren't there what's your favorite synthesizer? Steel shit and <sighs> what's my favorite synth? Yeah, like my favorite synthesizer really is like Corgana's twenty. Cool, that's a good one. Big old thick tower. For for people that are that are listening in, like on the podcast, can't see. Ewan has a bunch of like synths behind him, including a modular synth. We're all in D fifty. Oh, it's nothing. It's nothing full I don't actually use synthesizers, but I see a bunch of patch sections. Yeah, Maybe that's, really in my mind, I thought that meant a, modular. So the Core Game is 20 is a semi-modular synth. So you Thank can you. you can repatch it, you can patch it into other things, but you can just Looks play like a it tank. as it is. In a small little tank, but like a tank. <laughs> what do you guys... used to use a lot of those live back in the day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, we, got a, we got another good one by Tryptophan. He wants to know if there was originally lyrics to Feather Skull. Or is that another thing that he thought mm. see this is tryptophan coming in with like the the deep deep tryptophan has been lore. around i'm pretty sure well i mean okay so i definitely wrote lyrics to that song i don't recall recording them or Who if was i gonna did sing record them, them i was like wow this yeah yeah i sang it um oh, that's cool and it was probably terrible and i don't think i even uploaded it to the internet but yeah this is honestly nardwell levels yeah um <laughs> i never heard and i've got some early shit damn yeah. brian mediocre thank you for the dono 
Puffin Bill Grooves wants to know if you still fuck with Chiptune. I'm always tempted to. I mean, I still enjoy it. Like, yeah. I, I don't have any of my uh, Game Boys and shit anymore. Damn. I've still got, I've still got my Game Boys and shit. And <laughs> nice. Just like, oh, that would be fun. I haven't I haven't touched them for for years, but never say never. Never. Um. <laughs> When you guys buy music, what do you think is a fair price for an album or an EP? Um, so I was recently over in the States and buying um, music? records are way more expensive over there than they are here. That's so interesting. Like, he said buy um, music? Yeah, it was one of the only things. <laughs> yeah, were we talking about like burning CDs at CD um, Club earlier? Yeah, rip, if, MP3 <laughs> downloader, YouTube to MP3, Soul Seek. <laughs> Oh, gone but not forgotten. LimeWire. <laughs> bootleg physicals. <laughs> bootleg <Hey>. Beatles. <laughs> so, so Would records... you guys ever consider DJing? Oh, man. Hang Real on. Talk, though, like, Hang so on. many Topaz Gang songs wouldn't exist without YouTube to MP3. I, I want to nice, hear yeah. the rest of the answer to my question real yeah, quick. Sorry, sorry. sorry. So, sorry. no, you don't owe me no apology. I'm just busting your... I'm taking the piss. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, so fair price for a record... <laughs> Or an EP, like Fair a price. full length. Yeah, that's I don't know. That's tough. If it, if if you're talking like a, a vinyl, like twelve inch album, like twenty pounds, that feels fair. That feels about right. Which I I think uh, is like I can't remember if the like pound a little bit shy. Twenty five dollars, like twenty five thirty dollars, maybe gotcha. a little bit less. So you're talking um, about like a vinyl, like a beautiful vinyl. Like, uh, like, like one of these. like that beautiful vinyl. Shit, like who made one. that? Wow, everybody look. Yeah. Oh, so that that's we worth twenty five. Fire tools, by the way. No shit, fire tools. Shout out. Yeah, right. shout out fire tools. We were talking about fire tools earlier. Um, that was meant to at the time. Shout out fire tools for the remaster. Um, Hell yeah, sounds sick. So twenty five or thirty. What about an EP, guys? What would Tom? What would you pay for an EP? Would you, in fact, pay for an EP if you like the artist a lot? So what are we talking here? Like a physical, like EP on like a seven inch, or like an MP three download? Both. Because like, give me the answer to both. Yeah. Okay. So like, I mean, a, a physical. Because Skelly release, wanted to know uh, if you DJ, which kind of dovetails with my question. Um, I don't DJ. You and. DJ in the in the truest sense of the so word. I, I know you. I do like a radio show. I don't mix. <laughs> what kind of music do you um, play on your radio show? Uh, like post punk, kraut rock, oh, uh, weird cool, electronica. Man. Yeah, that's awesome. Called on repeat. Um, Look it up. Yeah, cool. on repeat with you and Lynn. Um, so for yeah, like for a physical EP, uh. I don't know. Depends on like the format, like. But I would happily pay like, say, ten pound for, uh, like a vinyl EP, maybe even a bit more. Damn, than you that guys really like do a pay more out there. All right. Yeah. Um. But if it's like a bandcamp thing, and if it's like you know, you know, an artist that we love or an artist in in our in our sort of realm, you know, always drop a few, drop a few coins in the donation thing. You know, when it says like name your price. Put something more than zero. Um, yes, 
it's yeah, tough when it's on, when it's just know. files, isn't it? It's tough to put a value on it, but I think there always is a value to it because yeah, it takes effort and you know. So you you always got to value people's work, haven't you? Facts. All right. Even if I it's like just enough for them to you know go out and get a cup of coffee or something, you know. Yeah. Treat Chris them. wants to ask a Why question not? real bad. I can tell. I yeah, just want to know more about Yoon's uh, radio show. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming yeah. that this is like a shock jock format. Like you're like a morning guy. You're like, you're like this is you, the rude dude with the attitude and the garbage gang, and you like play a bunch the of sound garbage effects. Gang. You like <laughs> yeah, you know, say a bunch of misogynistic <laughs> stuff and like just like you know stoke the fires. Oh my god! They take the stuff collars. They take the starch so out glad. of the, those stuff collars. Takes the so starch glad that you read my pies so well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would love if we turned to tune in. And hey, was, while like, you were totally while you weren't here, he told me he would like beat the piss out of me in a fight. Thing. So that's right on brand. <laughs> you missed it. God damn! I really hope that I put on your radio show. It's just the, I think you know what I'm going to say next. And the only <laughs> band you're playing is, of course, the Bootleg Beatles. Bootleg Beatles. <laughs> just different, maybe, maybe different my bootleg recordings. Show. Bootleg of the Bootleg Beatles that you've taken yourself, and you're just right. like. <laughs> this is just the entire show, and the show's five hours long. You just like keep playing the same Blue Lake Beatles song. Did Lux seriously find Interspersed the by your archives shock, of your routine, show? You know, wow, that's fire as fuck. I um, hope so Lux actually has Lux actually has a question she's going to ask for one of our dear friends, Strip Silence. Um, starting with you, Tom, rank these three things in order of importance: album cover, album title, track titles. I think in that order, yeah, like the art, you got to be able to recognize it. Like, and, you know, people people will always talk about how like certain albums have iconic artwork, right? And sometimes that can transcend even if like the album sucks. People can be like, yeah, but the artwork's amazing. <laughs> um, I mean, we know what we're, we're talking about, like vaporwave. Not necessarily. Um, I mean, not necessarily, but you know, like vaporwave track titles mean "sweet fuck all." They mean "sweet fuck all." Sweet fuck all. <laughs> really? Sweet you mean all. um, Testarossa Summer 1983 doesn't mean anything to you? Mm -hmm. I mean, my bad. That's more of a synthwave title. I'll see myself. <laughs> yeah. <out. laughs> more of a synthwave look, look, title. Once yeah. I get done, Lux is gonna be like, "I can't believe you." <laughs> um, How dare you? What, what about you, you and um, album art? Home residences. <laughs> oh. album art, album title, track titles. Rank them. Yeah, no, I I agree with Tom. Like the artwork is one of the most important things. Um, out of those things, I don't know. I feel track titles don't. They basically don't matter. Um. Album titles, kind of, yeah, don't matter too much either. They're just a good way of cataloging things. For the artwork, I'll do one is, sec. Yeah, because artwork is super for the uh, um for the question that's just been pinned. I got something real good. Ooh, oh. ooh! I was really hoping we would have a second to get to that because we're almost out of time. But the pinned oh. question to our listeners is: What is your favorite or rarest music-related thrift store find? Oh, okay. Tom has just gone off screen. 
Let's go. I've Let's go. As well. we both okay. So, both boys so are going I, off screen real quick. So they're getting their stuff. So then Isaac, this is I have exciting. Isaac, I have a question for you. Yeah. Rank in um in in most importance. Um, Macintosh Plus, Blank Banshee, eighteen carat affair. Do you mean like for me or in general? In general. Um, are you going to ask me to give you like the impact on it as a whole, or like what I think are most important and seminal? Which ones do you think are the most? Which ones do you think is the most important? I think eighteen carat affair is the most important, and um, yeah. you know, I think Sorry. I think Macintosh Plus. I mean. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Ramona admitted she was just kind of dicking around with that album, but like it's been okay. so seminal. Blank Banshee, of course, completely set off like an offshoot on the other, like another subgenre. But so, but unfortunately, uh, if you had to pick out Lux of three, Lux likes my question too. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah that is sorry. a great. Lux, Lux yeah, doesn't. We should start asking people that question. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. we're just gonna we're gonna skim over. For the me, for, for me, it's um, it's eighteen carat. Yeah, and then. It's really hard for me to decide between the other two. Blank it's Banshee really is incredibly because, seminal, like, I, but I would. I mean, the thing is, like, I should say Vec second, but at the end of the day, oh, like, dude, I Vec to the, and Macintosh Plus are two different things. Um, I know Vec made Macintosh yeah, Plus. You, but... you know what? Count them both. Count them both together. Because the thing is, like, I listened to Blank Banshee when it first came out a lot, and like, yeah. I was very impressed with what they were doing. And I, when I first heard Blank Banshee, I was like, this sounds very different. And I think this is always going to sound like good for several years to come. Like, this is, anybody who listens to these like first two albums or so, it's going to be like, this is different, and they're always going to feel that way. Like, I feel like in twenty years, people will listen to that, and I'll be like, oh, <laughs> nice, that's interesting. You, you, you got the you got the sound production really, really like you you made the sound production that's always it was very clean. Like and then he did his own visuals. Yeah, and, and like fuck, yeah, too. and like the drum patterns and everything. I'm like, this was like. There's a reason that 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 it endures. Like I, I, the first time I heard it, I'm like, this will endure. <laughs> like, and I'm yeah. like, that's very interesting that this will endure. It's very hard to make stuff that will really always endure. So it's hard for me to judge between those two because I obviously I would I want to stay back, but I'm like, man, I don't know. I'm like when I, when I first heard Blank Band, she was like, oh boy, this is people are gonna listen to this for a long time, whether or not Vaporwave becomes a thing. <laughs> like. Man, I want to say so much more, but these boys both look very excited to show us. Oh the yeah, Let's rarest see. We got find. I want to ask. Them, I, I should ask them that question too. And when they're done showing me the rare, show yeah. Their and then we gotta. And then we gotta wrap. And then we gotta up, let man. them go to bed. We have to but let them go to bed. We gotta let yeah. them go to bed. Yeah. Um, oh, and then also, guys, stay tuned in the chat. Can we link over to the late Arcanes? Um, yes, we can. Because yes, we I'm can. performing at that. At you like already performed. Or... Oh, this. No, oh, all right. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, but that's we'll right. Still, it's G, it's we'll G, still. It's GMT. Oh, yeah. I sorry, GM. King. I was like, oh, let me. We'll, we'll, we'll rate him still, uh, though. I. Oh, they might be done by now, actually. Now Shit, that I they think actually about might. It. Oh, it all ended right, already. Anyway. All right. Well, guess what? All right. Let's go. Go catch let's, the let's, replay. So in Tom's the one. Tom. Yeah. Tom's the one who. Oh, we'll we'll raid Discoholic. Tom's the one who brought hmm. it up. So let's right. let's see your find first, bud. Yeah. Um. So. The thing you need to remember is that I live in a, a rural town in northeast England, and there's like there's fuck all here. So the fact that mm -hmm. I, I found this in a in a um, like a do you guys have charity shops? Oh, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Red yeah. Cross, yeah, yeah, yeah. Council for the Blind, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. For for one pound ninety nine. Okay. And if you know what this is. So yeah, he's got. I can hear Lux screaming you know, you from know. the other room. Oh my god! What's gonna happen? I am a dilettante, so, but it is. I want you by Gary Lowe. Gary, 
Wow. That's a lot of yo's. I I don't know what I'm looking at, and I'm sorry. Can you explain? You don't know? I, okay. We haven't so gone into is, my, my history, all, but maybe someday. This is a super single, 45 RPM, 12-inch single. Um, this is the oh, song I sampled in uh, Feel It All Around by Washed Out. Okay. Yeah. It was just at, at so this, weird that it at was this just... time. I understand. Yeah, so this this is it's slowed down a lot. It's like an old Italo disco song. Well, so this is the thing, like because this is I'm pretty sure like, this you'll you'll be notice what, it right away. Because this is a 45 RPM 12 inch, but if you play this at 33, yeah, like it's, it's literally just feel it's locked out. It sounds literally yeah. just oh, like it. Wow. So it's and so funny. Besides awesome. instrumental. So I'm only Unreal. familiar with the regular version of that song, which is not that 45 RPM version. But if you actually listen, it's amazing how different the washed out version sounds than that. Like that was like, whoa, the power of time stretching. Because that like that, you know, at the beginning, in the actual yeah. version of that song, it's like very twinkly. You know what I mean? It's very like small and like, like, like very like contained, like it's like a very glittery it feels like glitter but the washed out version it's like fully expanded and like melts all over the place yeah yeah like that's fucking nuts like that is maybe the best sampled song like you know like the best work done with like sampling people don't even realize it but go back and actually listen to i want you by gary Lowe, and you're gonna be like amazed at how like different and texturized that song sounds and how different it sounds than compared to the original version like once again just like that that initial that initial synth synth twinkle in the beginning of the of the watch out song it's not twinkling anymore it feels like chords it yeah. feels like fully expanded and melted it melts all over but in the original version it's just like twinkles like ding, ding, yeah ding, ding. like it's so kind of unbelievable it's crazy. so you're telling me that that version that you have right there like really like demonstrates how what like a different sound yeah. for it wow so That's it's cool. yeah. If you play That's it, really cool, if you man. play that it at good, the wrong speed, wow. it, I think it is. Wow. Okay. That's nifty. Thank that's you for nifty, thank man. you for educating me. That that's that's nifty. If that wow. Okay. Cool, nifty. man. Very. That's cool snazzy. Stuff. Very cool. Very very cool. All right. So anyway, what else? Yuan, what have you got? Hey. Uh. So this wasn't from a charity shop. It was from a secondhand record shop. But um, this. So talked about the clash before. Um, this is a clash bootleg um, called Back to Basics. Um, the very last two of the clash ever did, they went busking around the UK and Ooh, just sort of like oh, showed wow. them, played gigs wherever they wanted to. And they came to Newcastle and then they played a gig at a DIY venue in an old fire station in, in Gateshead called The Station. And this is a bootleg of that show. Um, wow, it sounds that's like crazy. So it's local. Whoa. And he just froze. Oh, I think we've lost you. I hear. I see, oh, he no. looks. He looks oh. very enthusiastic in this freeze frame. But this is really cool. You guys got some really fucking cool finds, dude. He was my, like, "It's two a.m. I'm out." Oh, oh there we go. He's back. Uh, oh, there he goes. He's back. He's back. He's back. All right. Oh, I'm back. It's yeah. Yellow oh, vinyl. You so froze. You were, it's a yellow vinyl. You froze for a second. It's a yellow vinyl. It's the bootleg Glash album. Yeah. From um, Newcastle. At yeah, the Gateshead from, Fire uh, Station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just like this super, super cool um, bootleg. It says on the bottom, uh, this is not a high fidelity album. The historical importance of this album transcends fidelity of audio. 
Ooh. You should throw that on your, your vinyl of your album. Wow. That, that's a perfect. I'm just uh, going to write that one. Mission like everything I ever do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, Isaac, I got to say, I really like these episodes where we have two people. <laughs> that we're interviewing. You know it's what? Fun. The only thing I right. don't like about it is we have to wrap up. Like, we just started. Oh. I mean, you guys, uh, it's bro. it's late. Well, there's 2 a.m. We gotta let them go. To yeah, bed. yeah. Like, so, Kimmer, what was the last time we had two people? Was we that, had like, Comet and Sonavision Deluxe, and prior to well, that, we right. had and, iClick. And, and iClick. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, cool. I hate to wrap up, but we usually like to give you guys mm. the floor to shout out anything you want to shout out or promote anything you want to promote. Yeah. So it. we'll start with Good. you and anything you guys want to just kind of put in a quick plug for. Um, nothing in particular. Um, yeah, I'm just going to say trans rights. Hell yeah. Trans oh, rights. Hell yeah. You heard it on hot takes. Oh yeah. Tom. Uh, yeah. Trans rights. Beatles suck. Go see the bootleg Beatles. Go instead. see the bootleg Beatles. <laughs> Go buy Novi Left's albums. Go see them live if you're in Great Britain. Yeah, um, I don't know. There's probably no British people in the chat, but I will shout out that we are playing in December in Gateshead anyway. In a goth weekend. At a goth. Gateshead. What is it? Like yeah. a, a goth market or something. Yeah, there's like a goth market yeah. in the day, and then you're playing, playing in a goth market. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, cool. like that post-punk Cold goth. Wave sound fits tracks. Any. Yeah, what were you? What? What? Any post-punk uh, Coldplay bands you guys like a lot that you've been listening to that are influential? Um, guys? I've been listening to a fuck ton of Nation of Language recently. I saw That's them nice. just Good the stuff. other day. Yeah. I love Nation of Language. Um, yeah, influential bands for Novi Left, um, LCD Sound System, but that one Julie Ruin album. Oh, that's um, right, the Julie Ruin album. That's right. That's what there's an amazing, amazing Australian band called None. Um, oh, who yeah. are almost impossible to find because there's a none. million other bands called None. But um, if you can find None, their second album's called The Dome, um, so that might be a way to find them. But their first album um, is fucking incredible. Um, so that was a big, a big influence on um, on Novi Left. You guys listen to Black Marble? No, oh, wow. Lux is quite with the links, huh? She is, please, dude. Ah, please shout out Lux. Black Marble. Please listen to That's Black so Marble. Bad. They're amazing. They're the best band. Okay. Will do. They're like a, so yeah, sort of a, fire. And phenomenal songwriters in general, regardless of whatever their genre would be. I mean, I would consider them that cold wavy sort of thing, but like they're just phenomenal songwriters. It doesn't matter what kind of music they're making, how they want to do the production mm -hmm. for it. Well, All fellas, right. it's been a real. Um, you first, Skelly. Oh yeah, me first. Uh, me first. What I, are you doing? Okay. Well, get, catch the replay of Light Arcane's uh, album. You know, stream. I did a little set for that, playing which I played a bunch of my new songs on. Uh, speaking of the new songs, they're done and they are in the hands of to mention again their name one more time. Fire Tools. Fire, Fire Tools. Fire Tools has got the album and they are uh, mastering it as we speak. And then I'll. <laughs> Trip it on off to uh, Alex at Pacific Plaza. I believe that will be the record label that's releasing it. 
and um, yeah, I don't have, I don't know what to call it yet, and I don't have any artwork for it. So, uh oh, I got to figure that out. I hate that part. I really hate it. Um, because I know I I don't know what know to do. But and then aside from that, November sixth and seventh is plumbing, right? November sixth and seventh is that correct? I think it's the 7th. I think it's the third and fourth. Oh fuck! November third and fourth is Flamingo Fest, <laughs> yeah, and I'll uh, be playing on the uh, launch party day on the first day of oh, it. Oh, the party. boys are going to be together again. And Young Shiro will be there as well, doing his thing, ripping it up, tearing around, making music, best DJ ever. And Young Shiro for sure. You should have seen him. Kind. Man, I I only say what is true. I don't sugarcoat. It's true. So uh, that, and then um. Uh, oh yeah, December. Yeah, yeah. You have Eclipse, don't days. you? December. No, the Eclipse isn't going to be until like fucking next year, actually. Oh, but in December, I believe Frank Jeffsy and Orograph and I will be doing something TBA. But oh, I am just for some reason yeah, I thought that was Eclipse. My bad. That's going to be in December, but I am really trying hard to secure an 18 plus venue for that because I want to like have a uh, I want to have more people be able to come to it that don't always get to go to these things. So I'm just trying to figure out an 18 plus venue in Philadelphia right now. So, Argraph, myself, and Frank Java C, I'll be playing together. Frank Java C, yes. Frank Java C. Okay, hypnogothic pop. <laughs> I coined that hypnogothic pop. That's the music I make now. We uh we got to wrap up and let these poor men go to bed. Thanks, um, I will very quickly fly through. Um, check out my uh. Check out my my socials and my YouTube to catch the um, visualizer for the uh, Dark Scent set that I did at uh, uh, Midwest Aesthetic Season of the Glitch, Midwest Aesthetic 3. Shout out Winter Mute and um, uh, Warm Light for putting on the show. And Salem, of course. Shout out, yes. And Winter Light, or Winter Light. Warm Light for doing my visuals. Phenomenal show. Had a great time. Love Madison. Uh, come out on Friday, I believe it is October 20 at 9 p.m. to the Platypus in St. Louis to see me, Luxury Elite, um, Scythe Heaven, and Frank Jaffe play Ghost City. I am the opening DJ that night, and I'm doing... I'm actually really really relieved to be an opener for once. uh, One hour and five minutes of vibey, danceable, lo-fi house music. Yeah, man, people people just want you to be, like, the main act these days. Like, that's the, uh, that's the You know what? I got They're called like, a heavyweight in Madison, and that dude, was weird you, and cool. you are, man. Like, honestly, like, it's just really funny. Like, they have, like, like, you see how quickly they shifted to be, like, all right, we are putting Young Shiro in the, like, the primest time spots possible these days. Never, they never saw it, it coming. You and I better talk I later, but I have people hitting me up asking me how I'm, how I'm doing it. And I, I definitely mentioned that you helped a lot. Um, oh, but anyways. Kind of you. Uh, yeah, October 20th in St. Louis, um, Ghost City, Platypus, me, Lux, and Frank Jeffsy. Of course, uh, High Tide in L.A. on November 3. Uh, I'm one of the three DJs along with, I believe it's Future Funk Monthly and... Fuck, who's the other guy? He does the Waterfront Dining Mixes. Starts with a G. I can't remember. Great guy. Yeah. Uh, I did want to play Roge Fest. I'm sorry, Roge Corp. Um, I was just too busy, dude. Um, and then after that, I'll finally have time to do like my my... Vapor 91.5 WML Vaporwave set and probably Gro- some other Groove stuff. Remote. Groove Remote. Remote, thank you. Guy. If Groove you're listening, Groove Remote, Remote I'm Groove sorry. Remote. I can't remember anything. I love Groove Remote. I love I'm their, space I love their streams they do as well. Groove Remote's no, very I'm skilled. Hard. I'm honored to be yeah. able to open to those people. Uh, it's going to be a great weekend. Uh, I know I'm forgetting something, but I can't remember what it is. So we will uh, go ahead and say thank you again to Topaz Gang. It's been a long time coming. Uh, love you guys, really, on, guys a, on a deeply much. personal level. 
Um, I hope you sleep really well tonight. And we're not doing the show again until Monday. Have we agreed Monday, October yeah. 23, I believe? Did we get a confirmation from our next guest or not yet? I forgot to follow up with that, but I'm That's pretty okay. sure he's going to see us. You, you can just announce it. He's, of course yeah, well, so I'm pretty sure we're going to have fake fever on. Thank you, Skelly, for, for uh, floating that idea. And that way we'll have gotten, I think, actually, I think we'll have had everybody who's playing Flamingo Fest, at least the second day, the no big shit. day. I think we'll have everybody from Amer who's from America has been on hot takes. Uh, Unreal. With the exception, no, actually, I take that back. There's one other. We got to get Limousine on as well. Oh, yeah. Shout out Limousine. So, so check if we us get out. Limousine on, if we get Limousine on eventually, we'll have had every single person from uh, Flamingo <laughs> Fest has been on the show. We uh we re we we really appreciate you guys tuning in regulars and noobs newbies um follow us check out the official hot take Spotify playlist join our Discord server and donate if you feel so led uh we're gonna go ahead and raid Discoholics chat but not before once again running that Roche Fest ad thank you again we love you guys and good night. Roche Fest birthdays coming up October twenty first.